Hey, what up, everybody? Look at that. Smooth. Um, How's it going? Welcome to Tuesday, another awesome edition of the Spick and Span Show live here on YouTube. We're back. Come on, let's go. I I think that that intro right there, the way that the sound went off, and then the the music cut, just it all went in there, went in there perfectly. I, I think. You know, it's funny as I was, I was like, oh, did I put the our faces logo on the on the on the thing twice? Because you got it on your shirt right here. Yeah. And then it's also right above your head up there. Oh, I didn't see Island, the Island. Writing. Island Designs. But I saw the Islands. Oh yeah. But secondly, when we were starting. Yeah, it's because oh, it's, two, it's, it's because look, look when I when I have the so it's uh, Island Designs right is over the Islands. I see. So you guys can see James has got his uh, the logo up here in the corner, but when you put it on the black background for mm. the uh, the banner. Mm. It just looks like the islands. It's kind of cool, actually. Um, what up, everybody? We were actually just telling a funny story. Um, we're going to get into a lot of cool stuff here, but uh, just go ahead because we're fresh in my mind. I don't want to forget. Uh, we're just we're just talking about pranks. Well, it's like, so, so we stayed in the house uh, for the last event, and we practiced Houston Heat the weekend before, and then we just stayed in the house all the way through the tournament. In Florida, they have these big cranes that are like, I don't know. They're all five foot tall, and this one was like coming up to the car. It was like the birds, literally, crane, the crane the bird, birds, yeah, yeah not literally, construction cranes. <laughs> literally, literally, like letting us pet it, and we're like, "Man, Mouse went back for uh, for work. What if we put this thing in his room for when he gets back? <laughs> like, ah, we don't to deal with like it might die. We got to feed it, water it. Probably shouldn't, <laughs> probably shouldn't bring it outside. Inside, that's a bad idea. Um, but I was asking Ryan. I was like, "Did you see those birds? They're massive." Uh, but we we stayed we stayed in a one star hotel. The okay. cranes weren't even the birds. The animal like a lot of the <laughs> yeah, animals didn't nice want to they didn't want to visit the okay. area. Okay. Um, but I like though that one little little uh, uh, tidbit you pulled away from that was like ah, I wasn't sure if we have to get water or like whatever. <laughs> um, because two things one as you well know we had the chickens yeah and you didn't you didn't know that the living animal needed yeah. water yeah I forgot um, that if they're outside I, well we, we had them outside so like <laughs> they'll find water. <laughs> um, because the funny thing about that uh, is the, the bird was just going to be, what, in Mouse's room until he got back from Chipotle? Like, he was going to be in there for a half an hour? No, no, no. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't going to be. He went home, home, so. Yeah. He, it would have been like oh, a couple days. Oh, he went home and came back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you would have to give it some, some water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the reason, so funny thing is about that in like coaxing animals, I was about to use the word trapping. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> sounds like a little you know, too much. <laughs> coaxing animals in is when we all went to South Africa one time, so it was. It was our manager, Eric Crandall, Davey Williamson, Alex, Yosh, and I. Mm-hmm. Flew down to South Africa for like 10 days to do a couple of clinics and just tour the countryside with uh, the local team down there. Mm-hmm. And we were in Durban, <clears throat> which is the East Coast, Southeast Coast. Yeah. Or actually, no, it'd be like Northeast Coast. Super beautiful, tropical. So they got, like, it's kind of like the, like a smaller version of the U.S. in the sense that it's borders two oceans. One ocean's cold, one ocean's warm kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, science explains that. Um and uh, we were so we we're in the tropical side, yeah. And there were monkeys everywhere, and we were sitting there, and we're like, they were like, they would come up onto the balcony because we had this little apartment, and we were all sleeping in, and uh, and we're like, you know, it'd be really funny <laughs> if, we, like, if we coax them in here with like some Cheetos and like some chips and yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So we got like four or five monkeys in here. We're like, even better, let's lock them in Eric Crandall's room, right? <laughs> so we got them in there, and we locked these. As soon as we shut the door. These things were like destroying shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like uh, his computer smashing yeah. it like this. One of them pissed, like sat on his computer and pissed on top of the computer. Oh my god! And they were like, they were going nuts in there. We're like, uh oh, like we better, like 
You either better accept the bill for the joke yeah, or try yeah. to let him out and fix it before. <laughs> so we, um, uh, <laughs> Randy Ortiz said the birds are super protecting. You guys would have been in much trouble. Oh, dang. So, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was funny. I mean, it was funny because we were young, you know, and we didn't really think about the trauma that it put on the animal. And in hindsight, that wasn't a very nice thing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because Dynasty cares. Dynasty cares. We, you know, we recycle. Yeah. We look, think about the environment. Mm-hmm. We reuse. Um, you know, trapping animals was like a long time ago. Yeah. So we've yeah. grown up. Yeah. We've grown since then. Yeah. I feel like it would have been big trouble with <laughs> big those, those trouble birds. Yeah. Birds. <laughs> That's what we thought. That the thought was funny. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, you get your ass arrested. Something you, I. Sorry, this is off topic. I just want to say before I forget it, or I can write it down. Um, I was at practice this weekend. Well, we I did a lot. We went to walk the fields on Thursday for mm-hmm. WCPBL. Um, I coached Friday. You coached Saturday. Mm-hmm. I went and coached the same team at a field for practice on Saturday and then coached Sunday. And a common thing I saw this weekend, because I was wondering why people like, I'm like, hey, why aren't you like shooting your gun enough? Like, why are you one-balling a lot of times? And a lot of times it was like maybe people were reloading. Mm-hmm. And then I would grab somebody's gun and like it would be difficult for me to ramp it. Fix your triggers. Like that their gun should be easy to get into ramp. No mm-hmm. matter what. I I felt like a lot of guys so a lot of guys had um on the Mexico team that I played with, um TJ Bastards, they um they were all shooting Lux and the triggers were like really, really like stiff. And I was okay. trying to get them to shoot like two two lanes and I was watching behind and they're like only getting like one ball to that first cut and then i i used the gun i was like oh this is no, no good so that's like a small thing yeah that you, everyone everyone needs to handle it's so funny i was talking to someone else and they're like oh yeah i forgot what he said he's like um i'm like oh why aren't you using your other gun or something like that and he's like oh my battery's died and i go well, can you change them yeah what i mean who's gonna use it he's like oh just a bar i'm just borrowing a gun i go a change the batteries b why did you come into the event with no, like, dead batteries? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, such a small, minor thing. We talked about this a million times in the yeah, show. And yeah. We're going to get into the WCPBL event, talking a little bit more about blind layouts because some people I don't think are listening. Um, mm-hmm. But you want to control the variables that you can control. We, yeah. we say, I say that at all the clinics. It's like, look, it's like going out for a jog and being like, ah, I know my shoes are untied, but yeah. whatever. Like, I'm fine. And then you trip and you're like, ah, shit. I should have tied my shoes. Yeah. It's like, well, no, yeah. yeah. What, it, what does it take out of your time to yeah. do that? And it's, we're all trying to trying to trying to compete at the highest level, uh, in our respective areas, right? Yeah, our yeah. Respective our respective elements. And we talked about this. So we had the Intel session for the Dynasty Champions Club last night. And if you're a Champions Club member or even a Paintball Club member, uh, which we'll get into a little bit later, also, uh, the Intel session is up live on our uh, Dynasty Champions Club youtube page and you're gonna get a link for that so you guys can watch it but one of the things we talked about were like the pit crews and we mentioned i mentioned kind of the conversation you and i had about yeah. in the pit at yeah. the end at the, at the nxl is like you guys had one type of paint yeah and you even mentioned it to to diego and all the guys you're like we need to have like have another you backup need, you like need to have backups but not only that even prior to all that you go do we need to have a good pit crew we need sure. to have a solid pit crew and and hats off to our pit crew i know a lot of you guys are in here steve segovia is watching um you know uh sarah and Brent and uh, and Patch and all you guys who are also supporters of the show, we appreciate all that. Um, and you guys now have a better understanding for those of you who haven't been in the pit for a long time. 
um, or ever. And coming into a pro pit, you're like, oh, wow, this is like a whole different look on yeah, people. Yeah. And, and for those of you who are watching our, our Champions Club uh, live show last night, the webinar, you know, uh, a lot of people, I know, sorry, <laughs> Alex, I'm giving out, uh, giving out some, uh, some, some secrets, but it's not a secret that anybody, that everybody knows. It's just like a small thing that like people just overlook or some people might not speak up. I know you're, you're pretty big about it. You're mm-hmm. like, dude, we get something that works. Like, yeah, what are yeah. we, why, why are we trying so hard yeah. to lose? Like it's your, you're just putting yourself into a corner right mm-hmm. away. Like make everything effortless. And that's why I always yell at guys like on my teams or clinics. It's like, why'd you turn your loader off, your air off, your gun off, barrel plug on, unscrewed the tank. Like, why are you just keep putting all these different variables that you have to worry about? Like, turn one thing off. Yeah. And that way you don't have to remember to push all these buttons. And yeah. Like, oh, I started with my loader off because I'm trying to save two 9 volts or two double A's. You know, so like... And the best thing about, yeah. like, handling all these small things and just remembering to handle all the small things is, yeah, like, in, in at our level, I'd say everyone pretty much remembers and we have, like, a really good pit crew. But... If you guys remember to do the small things, I guarantee you that your competition doesn't remember that. It's you know case they, in point. So you're already getting an advantage yeah. if you remember to do the small things because I guarantee those guys, you know, if, if they don't have one of us with them or yeah. or you know really on it or they're not already a, a good team. Like you see a lot of these like divisional teams. As long as you're not playing like the top seed team, like it's pretty fairly matched. Like you get a lot of like one point matches mm-hmm. but that difference could be like those small things you're playing with five guys solid every point that have good shooting paint their loads are full batteries are charged um and let the other team you know run into those little those little small errors because um, it's going to be an advantage for you and it's, yeah. it's crazy like those small things are you know actually end up being huge because you know once the game starts and people start losing bodies anything can happen there's a million different variables that happen in the point. Um, but making sure you're a hundred percent at all the controlled variables, um, is like step one mm-hmm. to an advantage. Yeah. And Michael B and Gabe Marcinez kind of put it up. Like Mike said, marker maintenance is the same thing. It's like, just make sure, you know, I'll open some people's bolts and you'll look in there and you're like, dude, there's this fuzz and dirt. Like when was the last time you cleaned this thing? I'm yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Actually. It's like, dude, we're playing a tournament. Yeah. Like, this is the one time you got to, like, just try a little bit harder because everybody's so worried about all these other little things out there. And it's like you're just, you know, working hard to, like, not succeed. It would be funny to take, like, a gun tech stat at an NXL and see how many, like, how many you have a actual gun issue and then the batteries were dead. dead. Oh, yeah. Issue. And see how many, like, what the percentage is. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, all the guns. Well, I can tell you it's a lot because yeah. we, Yosh texts guns. I, te- I help yeah. with them. And, and it's like, sometimes I'll hit Yosh up and be like, okay, hey, I'm, I'm having an issue with this guy's gun here and there. And he's like, just first thing is just check the batteries. I'm like, yeah. So now I'm like, you have a problem time? with the gun? Yeah. Uh, won't, won't turn when on. was the last time? And they're like, oh, I mean, I just put the new batteries. And I'm like, try new batteries again. And then all of a sudden it's like ribbon yeah because here's the thing and like in luxes you'll, you'll notice oh you'll i mean you'll notice this too and even in the pros leagues like i saw some pro teams playing at the nxl and you could hear when their guns are dry firing jeez and and luxes have this problem the most so yeah. lux you you know you know like you'll see lux is the most most prominent gun and because what it is is a rechargeable battery mm-hmm. so everybody's like 
90 or 65%. Welcome yeah. to the Lux experience. Like yeah. I got 65%. That's plenty to get me through this match, which is bull. Because the second that you lose even a small amount of battery power, one of the first things that goes is the eyes. The mm. eyes and the solenoid take obviously the most amount of power. Yeah. You know, so as you're draining, those things begin to fault. And the gun still wants to cycle. So the gun kind of cycles. You have like completely dead batteries and it's like, and you, you know, you're like not even yeah, in the velocity because yeah. the bolt's not cycling. Well, the first thing that goes is your eyes. Yeah. And so like, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. If, if it's not, if it's not a hundred percent, it's 10%. Yeah. That, I mean, and, and straight up like those battery gauge things are like, the Lux will make sure that it tells you that there's 10%, but it'll be like, by the way, your eyes ain't working no yeah. more either, and the yeah. gun's not recycling, but welcome to the Lux experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, you know, it's, um, yeah, I would I would, uh, I would, would think every time that you guys are having problems, just, just please, just change it. You know what's funny also is we're going to the finals, and uh, I'm just learning how those spires work. Yeah. And so, like, if you turn it on and it doesn't turn on right away and, like, takes one second to boot up. Yeah. That or means the, the batteries change. And the color's, like, kind of white. Mikey, yeah. uh, little H has been telling me because yeah. he used to tech those things a lot. And he's like, oh, that means the batteries are dying. Mm. I'm like, oh, no well, way. it turns yellow. It turns yellow, yeah, right? Yeah. But when you turn it on, if it doesn't spin, like, right when you turn it on, that's also is an indication that the batteries mm. low. And then mm. it'll be followed by a yellow light. Mm. So right before the finals, I turn my gun on and it's like, Bzzz. I'm like, all right, good. Hey, guys, make sure everybody changes their batteries. I walk out for the second point, my loader is down, and I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> and so I borrowed Mikey's loader, and now I have Mikey's loader, and it's just, yeah. it's just beat to hell. It looks like someone played football with it. Shout out to Spires, though. This thing's freaking yeah, pretty yeah. consistent. Yeah, pretty consistent, pretty consistent. So, stoked on that. Um, what else? Who should uh, who We have someone on the show already lined up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, uh, we got Quinn Nadu is going to okay. come on All here right. and drop some, drop some juice. He had some juice to drop. But he, and then he was like, he was like, oh, it. you know, I'm not sure if the announcement came. And I go, you better get on the show and drop some juice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You better find we haven't, something. It hasn't been moist in here for a little while. Yeah, yeah. To be completely honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, and yes, Chase Ryan, I have noticed that my Spire is definitely a battery hog as well. Where like the TFX, the batteries would last. I mean, it's rechargeable, but it would last for several weekends. Yeah. Um, I feel like thing, my Spire's been good. What it does is if it's not filled up all the way, it's like. Oh, well, so that. Dude, shut up. So I noticed that's just like varies through different Spires. Like at one point last year, just because I was getting a bunch from Impact and I just never sold them. I had like at the end of last year, I had like five. <laughs> and like three of them worked really good. And two of them did that. They worked, oh. but they, they're constantly while it's idling. It's like trying to like run and like popcorn the, the paintballs yeah. up it still works good but like that and that sound is like i have over the last three years that has become one of my biggest pet peeves in paintball some of the guys on our team they put their gun on the table and it's like and i'm like who's loader i'm like whose loader is that turn it off and then i'll i'll go turn it off and i know how people are so i'm like i know whose gun it is i'm like hey just so you know I know you can't hear this really annoying sound, but I turn your loader off, so turn it back on before you go play. It's like the seatbelt thing. Oh, Just yeah. Just put your yeah. seatbelt on, please. Remember Come on. G-Hop? How bad G-Hop, G-Hop would be? Anthony, Vitaly. Anthony, I'm like, you're like, Anthony, you can't hear the thing. Yeah, uh, it'll go off in like, yeah. after like yeah. Yeah. 30, 30 times. Min- yeah, 30 minutes it yeah. goes off. Yeah. We're home in, we're home in, th- in 25 minutes, yeah. though. I'm like, dude, just put your seatbelt on. Like, what, yeah, please. What, what's going on? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. No, I just tune it out. I go, <sighs> Um. So yeah, uh, let's see. The, so I'm not a huge fan, guys. Of I think we said it a bunch. Is uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of rechargeables, and one of the reasons is it kind of makes you lazy. Also, you're like, 
charged it yeah. last week. Like, yeah. what, where, where are we at here? Um, so, and that's, as that's late as I am, you think I'm gonna remember to charge? <laughs> yeah. Kyle's the one that's got his his gun plugged in in his car with the car off, and you're like, it's it's got the same. Yeah, before I warm up and just yeah. hoping it gets up to 100 percent before we start playing. <laughs> Um, and real quick, shout out to Alpha Dog. Appreciate that support. Um, right, let's hit the likes up. Um, and another couple of things, we've got a uh, Scott. I saw Scott this weekend. He was he was uh, yep. selling in pants. Yeah, uh, out at the WC. Yeah, Tribal One. Um, and I hit. He him was up. on the. Sh- he came on the show, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he talked about. He's, he's been on the show. Yeah, yeah. But about, about, about Tribal One though, those, those new leggings pants. So no, he, he gave us a pair to show on the yeah. show, and actually he just gave me a fifty percent off code for everybody as well. Those things are, are great. Sick. Like, they're insane. Hidden gem. They're like insane. Yeah. Um, they're my new flying pants for sure. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're great. great. So I've got a, a 50% off code, and this is going to go for everybody uh, for Tribal One, um, which is a pretty good... 50%. 50%. Yeah. Jeez. That's a huge one. Yeah. So um, uh, also, we raised $3,000 for charity. Uh, shout out to uh, James from Island Designs for donating this Signature Series Force that's right under here, uh, along with a bunch of other stuff. We got some headbands to give away. I got some jerseys. I got, uh, we got a long laundry list of stuff. Oh, this one's cool. That's the Halo. This is my new coaching band, and also when I'm working out on the Peloton, which you have not tried yet. I don't love, love the non I'm not gonna, part, but. It's, but it's like, once you put, like just put it on, it's like not a, it's not a bad feel. Yeah. Like it's kind of like, it fits kind of yeah. nicely, yeah. Um, there we go. <laughs> shout out to Peter. Shout out to Peter and Crankin also for joining the Super Mega Support Status Membership. Uh, as I a saw some, who, someone What's else too at the beginning. Yeah, Crankin. 17, um, 17 a, month member. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've got a lot of people in Jacob here. Jacob Cardiff. Jacob Cardiff, shout out. Yeah, we've got the cards coming for you guys. Also, uh, James is printing those things. We got all of your uh, gifts finally arrived. So if you have not gotten a poster, uh, signed by us and a, a dog tag. Those are some of you might have already gotten notifications on your shipping, uh, but those are shipped out today. Um, we're we're effort tires tirelessly. Kyle's the one that licks the. Mm-hmm. So you got a little bit of Kyle's DNA on all of the. Uh, well, just some of them. Then I said, Ryan, do I have to lick all of these? Can I just <laughs> yeah, use a you. washcloth with some water? And then I just ended up taping the rest because I was like. I could see this as like, you know, you go into a movie and you eat a bunch of Sour Patch Kids and then you come out of the movie and you can't feel your tongue for a week. I was like, I could foresee that happening. Paper cut on my tongue, something bad. No, it only works if you lick it. Yeah, it only I, works if you lick I it. Something like, saliva. There's about 50 of these. Mm. I got through five. Yeah. Something doesn't feel right. <laughs> Chase is going to clone you guys because they need a snake player on their team. All right, there we go. Uh, and Keith... This is a good question, you guys. Um, for anybody who, like, I know a lot of you guys, are, This is we have such an awesome community across the board for everybody who supports everything, everybody, all the people who watch. Uh, we've got people who are the Paintball Club members, the, the, T, the PTG members, yeah. uh, the, the Mega Support, the, the, the supporters the of all the shows. Small communities are community coming up. Just, like, you know, PTG, Hormesis. Yeah, like, yeah. Every, everything is, like, um, building up. Yeah, and uh, so we've gotten a lot of players and people who donate a lot of gear um you know i got one of uh, those goggles from joe pike josh uh someone else donated if you grab that little paper and those yeah. hats get, get the two hats out of that bag okay um these are gonna also go away i got some vintage 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 jt like i'm talking still has the tag that says uh chula vista on it with the address oh wow um yeah the there's hats yeah from josh josh garcia he, um, he sent in these old school hats. Kyle's going to find them. There's a big bag of stuff that we're going to be giving away for the charity uh, raffle today. I'm going to be um, spinning the wheel. Is 
there just one? Or? No, oh. there are two. Actually, you sent three of them. I might actually wear the other one or use that it as one. one's cool. Yeah, look at this. So these are like like vintage. I'm talking... And you need this or this? Um, I'll take both. I'll take both. So it's even got like the original the original uh, receipt, like like the scan barcode in here. JT, uh, this is the chief JT, and it has 515 Ote Valley Road, Chula Vista. As a matter of fact, I want to say their original address was Main Street, 515, 515 Main Street in Chula Vista. So these are cool, man. These are, so shout out to Josh. I think he gave me three or four hats to give away uh, over the course for the charity drive. So we'll do a couple other little things in the uh, moving forward, but I might actually have to wear one of these hats. Um, at events, these are sick, like really cool. Um, so we're gonna be giving away two of these as well. Uh, out there, I should send a picture of these to John Dresser. He just messaged me, uh, and be like, "Hey, what's up? What's up these hats, man?" Uh, and so yeah, we got a ton of stuff. I mean, I, I wrote it on the back of this Hormesis Scintilla package, but we've got the, the Signature Series gun, uh, uh, Hormesis headband, the Dynasty Halo that Kyle was just uh, wearing. I've got this little octopus band, which I really like. Actually, it's kind of cool. Um, I've got a JT band. I've got HK wallet, HK pack, a Gladstone Dynasty jersey. Obviously not going to need that anymore. Um, the vintage JT hats. I got some cards, posters, socks, luggage tags, uh, Dynasty barrel condoms. I got a ton of stuff. So uh, big shout out to everybody who helped out to donate products and stuff. And um, actually, that's what I was originally getting to when uh, when Keith Smoot, you mentioned how you want to donate some old Dynasty stuff or anything. You can uh, just shoot us a message uh, here on the show. Um, or sorry, shoot us a message uh, directly via DM on Instagram. You can try Facebook uh, or reach out directly to one of our emails and we'll, uh, we'll send you all the details on how to get some stuff over here and then include a nice little note so we know who you are and, um, and uh, you know, just give a shout out and, and we really appreciate that and we'll just be donated to, to you guys back into the fold of everybody or we'll do another charity drive because, you know, we like to, to, to load up uh, charities with, with some cash so yeah um, where's the... you're still missing a lot of addresses oh yeah so thank you um as you may have heard um for the past 17 months or so um we get a lot of um winners at the show uh and if i don't have your address so for instance we're shipping out we shipped out about we're going to shipping 120 so packages so someone like devin bolin don't have your address uh, Jason Clark, Benjamin Nelson, uh, let's see, Kay Chung, Hunter Alex. Also, um, for those of you who send in your addresses, Tyler Parrish. Um, if I don't have, it's like a, if it's like says the paintball booth, don't know who you are. Uh, but we do appreciate all of your support and, um, you know. And if we do have your address, doesn't apply to you. Yeah. And yeah. you probably don't want those other people to send their address in. So, yeah, so some of you, so you can yeah, still get. I've there's got, another chance for you to get. Yeah, your prize, yeah, and so. there's some things like the G2 shirt and a welcome package that never went went out. We've got tons of stuff. But if if Ryan didn't just say your name, we have your address. Yes, yes, so yes, yes. You don't have to. Most likely, we have your address if you've sent it in. Um, if you heard your name, I don't have it. If you just signed up, make sure I have it. Um, but some people are winning big. Like Stefan Perry has not gotten uh, a G2 jacket, Spick and Span band, HK jersey. Um, won three times, never got your address. Those have, those have gone back into the deal. So please, like I said, if you guys sign up, uh, just go ahead and shoot us a message on one of the social media platforms or directly via email, and I'll add you to the list. And if you'd like to join the show, you could click subscribe and click click join, and, and that's how we get you on there. 
There we go. Should we grab a, um, a little, uh, like a some sort of some book? Books? And let's get, yeah. uh, let's get, let's get Quinn, Mr. Nadu, Mr. Iconic Paintball on the show here. He might need, we might need to get a, get a shirt for him. And oh yeah, speaking of sweatshirts, uh, we have one extra sweatshirt. This is actually James's from Island Designs. And uh, uh, I told him this one's his and he said, you know what? It's all good. Uh, you can donate it, uh, give, throw it back in the fold. So this one's a 2X. So if you're like an XL, you can wash it hot, dry it high, and it could probably fit you. Otherwise, um, we're giving some love to the big boys out there. So anybody out there who, uh, who fits into a 2XL or you know you have a friend that's a 2X, please, um, oh man, why is this all wet? Thank you, Sloan. iPad's a little wet. <laughs> Did you say Benjamin Nelson as one of those people? Because he uh, said, I've sent my address to both of you. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, and the paintball booth. Message you on Insta. Okay. Okay. Benjamin Nelson. Um, yeah, I need it. I need it again. I thought I had it. Uh, also, just so everybody knows, I have... Okay. So we've got a spreadsheet. Everybody's info. And if you've dealt with spreadsheets before, it's really easy to change uh, uh, change some of the, uh, the stuff that's in there. Some of the... <clears throat> Especially if you got a three-year-old and all she wants to do is put punch numbers in. So sometimes I'll come to the spreadsheet and it has like a bunch of funny characters on it. Uh, that means that Sloan got a hold of it and I've lost your info. So um, don't worry about it. You're not going to uh, miss out too much on any of that stuff. Uh, especially if the me Super Mega Support Status members. I do have all the, all the data for you guys on what you've won and, uh, and where you're at. So um, we'll make sure... Make sure you get everything. Also, Jeremy S., congratulations. I don't know if Jeremy's in the chat right now, but you should have had your Medify Air uh, Purifier delivered to your house. I believe it was delivered um, yesterday. Oh, yeah, and then that's what... So this is this is also... This is what my keyboard looks like right here. So you can see that green line that goes right across the middle of it. That could have been someone's address. Uh, you never know. <laughs> um, yeah, big boys, we are here. All right, cool. <clears throat> Do I want to upgrade the Wi-Fi calling? Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, let's go and get a, get a hold of Mr. Quinn. Oh, look at that. It all knew. All right. Let's get Quinn on the horn here. And move this down. So, as everybody knows, Quinn Nadu from Iconic Paintball is going to join us here. Well, it's ringing on the third time. I said fourth. Oh! There he is. What's up? What's up, dude? How we doing? Good, man. I just got done working. Just got done talking to Tom Cole on the phone, and you called. Oh, perfect timing. Perfect timing, because we were about to. I was about to drop down this, drop some spick and span uh, juice, some allegedly's uh, regarding the league and what I'm kind of talking about, and I think maybe what you might talk about. Not sure what you're allowed to say, but um, but yeah, how's it going, man? Oh, okay. Good, dude. Uh, super busy because I'm finishing up building my new house and I have shoulder surgery in like three weeks. So I'm crammed like as much work as I can in before then. But good, man. Uh, I was adding that one. It was super fun. Mm -hmm. Wild results, especially from Kyle's team. That was kind of unexpected to an extent, but uh, doing good. Awesome, thank man. You, thank you. That's great to hear. How are the noobs? A uh, couple bodies lighter, that's for sure. Um <laughs> Kind of streamlining the roster a little bit going into event two just because no one's happy with how the team did. Uh, but, you know, still churning away, looking to win a pro spot this year. There you go. All right, all right. If we don't win it, I'm buying one. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's the move. There we go. You know, uh, Dynasty is for sale. So just um, 
Just you'd have to ditch the newbies thing and we'll do the card contract. But Dynasty's for sale, just in case anybody out there, any whales out there, uh, are, are listening. I've got some terms ready, ready, ready and drawn up. <laughs> hey, I'm ready to go as long as I get you for a lifetime contract. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a good move. Yeah, it's a good move. It's a smart. That's a smart move because I think there's a lot of juice left in the tank here. Or gas, I guess. Yeah, I'd say. for sure. I mean, after that first event, I mean, damn, you look good. <laughs> you know, yeah, I just had to run in a straight line. No cutting, no diving, no sliding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I just got to run straight. That's it. I was like wondering why. I was like, man, I'm not sore after this first event. I was like, oh, I got to play the two. This the, yeah, I was right. like, my body feels good. I'm ready for another event. <laughs> yeah. Um, you think uh, you're going to permanently be a two now, Kyle? Or are you still going to play a little bit of one this year? I think I'll still play a little bit of, of one. I mean, we're playing kind of all over the place and just seeing who's kind of, you know, fitting into the best kind of, uh, field dependent. So I, I guess we'll, we'll see. Um, but I, that was one thing Brandon told me before this season even started. He's like, I know you have a good shot at the break. I'd like to see you in there some more and then exploding out of that to like fill, you know, fill in when that, when we, you lose the one. So maybe see some of that too, a little both. Nice, man. Yeah, you were uh, you were looking good this past event, man. The whole team did, but, you know, especially you after break, you were really effective. Thank you, thank you. I, I know it was, it was weird. I got to, into, a, like, a, a flow state of really understanding kind of the dimensions of, you know, if this and that kind of scenarios for that Dorito side. And I, I went back and watched a lot of the games, and it was like, we need you and Ra- J-Rab to be those rocks. And it was like, usually us as those last two guys – you know, closing those games with kind of a, a Dorito threat, a center threat with A-Rod, and then Mouse and the Snake. Um, so felt pretty good because I'm never really in that role. So it was cool to, sure. cool to play it. You know, it's actually funny. I was, I was talking to uh, – I was talking to – well, I talked to a couple of the guys on Aftermath because – so the WCPPL, Quinn, was just, just, uh, just took place out here in um, – uh, was it ASG? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and one of the things, you know, Aftermath, Aftermath refs it, uh, those events. Like, the whole team. It's part of their deal. Like, you want to play paintball in Aftermath, uh, this is what you get, and this is what you got to do. And so, they're out there, like, morning, noon, and night, all day. Uh, long event. And, um, you know, I mentioned to Mike, well, I was talking to Pinky, and I was talking to a couple of the guys on the team. I was like, you know what? You, you guys definitely should, like, be allowed to play this. This is one of the best building blocks Kyle, you can attest to this, and I'll, I'll use short as an example, but one of the best building blocks as a player, as you start to gain a lot more, a little bit of notoriety, but a lot more experience, is using that experience to help other teams, like lesser teams, right? You go and join you know, some of the, the WC, or you go play down in Mexico, uh, which a good bunch of you guys are doing, or you jo- join a European team, whatever yeah. it is, and what you end up doing is you use your talents a little bit differently, right? When you go play with the ML Kings, for example, when you went to Europe, yeah. um, you weren't always just the number one guy. Yeah. You start to become the number two, and what that does is it opens up new horizons uh, and allows you to play out of position. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the things that really helped Harrison Fry, for example. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Fry like grinds and goes to all these events, and he'll do it for you know nickels and dimes, right? Yeah. He'll be like, just pay my way, or I'll pay my way. Like when they yeah. play for the longest time, and now he's got a lot more notoriety, and he used all that experience. And you know, uh, Damien will be going down to Mexico this weekend and playing, and hopefully he plays a little bit out of place. And I can see Mike Arena also growing a little bit. But Brandon Short, specifically, is kind of one, uh, not an epiphany I had, but one of the things is I remember he was playing with the Tauntauns back when he was on Ironman. And Brandon Short uh, 
predominantly was that snake guy. Yeah. And then he started playing the number two. And, mm-hmm. and that just opens up way more vision and understanding of what you need to do. And so without trying to uh, um, help Aftermath any more than I really should be, I mentioned that to Mike. And I was like, and he goes, you know, I, I just can't because one of those guys wins. It's like, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I. Yeah, but you just can't have them repping. Yeah. Right? you got to be like, all of you have to be on a team, otherwise don't show up. Yeah. And then I was like, if you scatter your talent 10 guys over 10 teams, it's like, no one can really complain too much. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, they do. He's like, you know, he's like, they're everybody, if you lose a game, you're, you're pointing the finger wherever you can. Mm-hmm. Except no one points it at themselves. So, anyway. <laughs> so what else you got, Quint? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, I got a lot of stuff going on, man. Uh, some product release stuff coming out. Obviously, there's like a lot of confusion, I guess, around uh, the whole Champions Cup thing right now. I don't know how much you guys talked about that or if you did before I came in. We like haven't at all. Like the Super Cup? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I think it's going to be officially, seems like it's being called Champions okay, Cup. But okay. Yeah, everyone seems to like to call it Super Cup. Okay, let's hear it. But let's, anyway, yeah, let's hear it. Um, Kind of diving in, uh, it seems like it's going to be a pro-only thing this year, and they're going to kind of use that essentially as like a tester um, to see how it will work, uh, you know, as a whole in the industry, and then looking towards doing like divisional in future years is what I'm hearing. Um, And then in terms of like how the pro is going to work, it seems like it's kind of up in the air whether it's going to be at World Cup, whether it's going to be a separate standalone event. I mean, I know they've been... You know, the leagues have been talking to all the pro teams and whatnot. Um, But it seems like they're really going, like, all out with how they want to structure this. Um, So essentially what I'm hearing is the events leading up to World Cup. So each – if you win a major, you're just outright included um, to actually play it. But if you have a team like Dynasty where they go and win every single event this year, uh, that kind of changes the seating a little bit because obviously they get their auto spot, which they're looking to do. Um, so essentially it would be, it, say you have three different winners, uh, it looks like it's going to be three total auto bids right in, and then it would be seed four through eight that would then go on in the season rankings. Mm-hmm. So it would be eight U.S.-based teams total, uh, and then it also looks like there's going to be Euro Cup teams and potentially a Latin American team as well from um, so do we the get... Mexican Expo League, which would be... Oh, wild, not not us? What'd you say? Not our team. Yeah, they automatically get because they're. I, like, I thought you, you said my. T- I thought you said my team name or part of my team name. <laughs> so I didn't know if that was us. It sounded like you said we automatically got in. <laughs> Could have been mistaken. Uh, yeah, but um, I think from Europe they're going to do like the European overall winner <clears throat> plus um, the second and third seed, which would kind of turn this into a bit more of like a World Cup type of feel, uh, kind of bringing in more non-US teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but then of course. Um, you know, other than that, like money-wise, I don't know if it's been talked about much yet, but it looks like there's going to be, you know, fairly substantially staged prizes for this. Um, I know they are taking away a little bit from the pro payout this year to kind of push money towards that. Yeah, I can, I can, atta- I can, I can confirm like that one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know firsthand. But um, <laughs> from what I hear, it's going to pay one through eight. Um, amongst the teams that are in there. So, like, even if you're the eighth-place team and you get there, you're still going to get, like, three or four grand or something um, for placing. Uh, And then I think for first, it's, like, 40 grand or something they're Mm -hmm. looking at for the winning pro team, which would be, like, finally, like, again, a substantial number back to what we used to see in, like, the mid-2000s where everything, you know, went to hell. Yeah. Um, 
but in general, it sounds like it's going to just be a ridiculous event in terms of, you know, the money behind it, all the teams coming in. Um, I don't know. Like, what do you guys feel? Like, do you think if a Euro the European teams come over for that, they're going to stand much of a chance? Or do you think they're going to be struggling? I think they'll probably struggle a little bit more so now than they did before when they we were allowed to play over there as a full team. Yeah, and, and I think they're going to struggle too uh, because – they're not playing competitive paintball like we are here. Yeah, Just the yeah. way that COVID affected them, in particularly Europe as a, as a whole, uh, it's like every um, every country out there is like California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they all have very strict rules on their lockdowns, and like no one's allowed to cross border. Like paintball tournament paintball has been really taking a big hit over in Europe. Uh, I do know that for sure. So that really hurts the competitive level of paintball in general. And it's nothing against, you know, those teams over there that have been, like, been around for a while, you know, Tauntauns, mm -hmm. um, Joy Division. They just, they haven't been able to, like, sharpen their sword against mm -hmm. the best competition, you know, including, you know, Red Legion hasn't, isn't, isn't able to play over there either just right. because of the new rules. Um, so, I mean, what, that's two, three years adding in with like the the covid year that those guys haven't been able to compete against a lot of the top teams especially with like impact and heat going over there and then you know us as the golden state kings or when we would guess with other teams um those teams started to get a lot better i think and they could always you know sneak into the to the finals some some matches and, mm -hmm. and, and you know beat the the super teams that were sent over there well not only that but Arguably one of the better pro players from there, which was Axel from the Tauntauns, is now no longer playing with the Tauntauns. Yeah, true. Um, so yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be some very serious, like very difficult. I told I told Tom to open up to Latin America because he was originally gonna do four teams from Europe, but I said, Tom, those, the, the fourth team is like, who's that even gonna be? Are they get, like, can you even get commitments out of four teams from over there? Yeah, like, you should open it up to a South American team or even an Australian team, like. Get the Australian All Stars out there. Like get get some Asian guys. Just let them play. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I really liked I really liked that idea. But you know, or or when that team that hopefully they know with a good amount of time before the that Champions Cup is that they set up maybe a month to a month and a half worth of training to come out and, and practice some various pro teams mm -hmm. so they could start you know getting prepared for that. That would be a good move. Yeah, for sure. What do you think? You think they'll they'll be able to compete with those top eight teams? I don't know. Like it's tough. I feel like kind of generally when you look at European teams historically, they've always been like I think substantially less athletic than U.S. based teams. Um, and obviously, kind of going along with what you're saying, not having top competition over there, I think hurts them a bit because I think. Um, this year, especially whatever events they do play, I think we're definitely going to see some regression in European talent, just because you're essentially what playing Division Two level players over there. Maybe if you compare it to like U.S. talent, I do think there are a few teams that if they got over here, they would do well. Uh, like I know Joy Division has been going through quite like a substantial rebuild in their comeback, and they actually have like a lot of like really solid younger players coming into that program, like guys who are pretty incredible athletes, and I think. Um, you know, if you combine that with a couple of the more veteran guys on the team, like Carl Sanderson and guys like that, um, I know McGuid is slightly becoming more involved with it again as well. And I mean, he's, you know, a world of knowledge in itself. 
Um, so I don't know. I mean, I can see them coming here and maybe doing like what these newer, younger teams have done in the U.S., like an LVL style strategy where they just smash forward. Um, and kind of that weird style they play could help benefit them a bit. But I don't know. I mean, when you're talking the top eight U.S. teams, uh, I mean, you got to be really good to be in that round. I mean, ask yourself, like, do you think any team in Europe is better than, say, like AC Diesel? Because that's maybe like the bottom end of talent when you talk like the eight to ten range uh, in the current league right now. Um, and I don't think, what did that, they place? I don't think there's any European. Uh, what, what did you say? What did uh, Diesel place at this event? Bad. I think they got like 16th or something, 15th off the top of my head. Not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, again, that roster needs a little more time together now that they actually have like a, a set roster and they're not changing an event to event this year. Um, but, you know, I mean, again, if you really look at anyone that did poorly, I mean, do you think any European team's better than like NYX? <clears throat> I mean, they're horrible right now. So, right. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think they're gonna fare very well. But I do. Yeah, think I mean, like, they- even if we were to look at in this seat, you know, in all due respect, but you know, hats off to level taking that nice third place. But um, we did see some some more so surprises that we do see in the top eight with level and then aftermath. But you know, it's San Diego Dynasty. You had our team, obviously, but it's like I mean, look so at a that lot of top impact. eight. Look at the top eight. Yeah. X Factor took sixteenth place. Level Jeez. aftermath impact Houston Heat. Then damage, and at eighth you had Red Legion, but then in like ninth, tenth you got like infamous Mo Kings, Revo, and Seattle Thunder. Yeah, X Factor getting sixteenth, but like I don't see them staying down that far this whole year. You know? Yeah, that's um, crazy. So yeah, because I mean, you gotta think too. Like even the bottom end of that, or like the middle of the pack. I mean, like Revo and Thunder were essentially like like a few points away from being three and one instead of you know one and three. And, I mean, they got a brutal bracket playing both of you guys as well. I think if they get in a slightly easier bracket next event, we'll see them right back, like, deeper into Sunday because I do think that's a good roster. Um, Definitely yeah, a good roster. You know, and, um, you know, they had TJ back who played exceptionally played well. well. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, you know, who another good pickup they have is Tom Guess. He didn't play as much on Sunday. Right. Which, you know, I – I thought he was playing phenomenal. Like maybe might have had a little bit better effect, but who knows? Um, and then you have LJ, so it might just be putting the pieces back together. I know that and every- this is a tough field, man. This is like a very yeah, like it was. It was a. It's a tough field, straight up. Like- yeah. Yeah, and I think there's certainly like a like I didn't think X Factor was going to do as poorly as they did for sure. Uh, but I think there is a bit of a learning factor there with them because having Archie, how they had him like the last decade, it makes things easier when you just have a guy that you can essentially just plug in wherever the hell you want and it's generally going to work out. Um, essentially, when you only have to worry about four positions every point, I think that made it a little easier for them. And I think him stepping away, uh, I think it's going to demand a little bit more of a larger role for Meter especially. Uh, I think he's going to be the guy that kind of fills that role in general. And I think if we kind of see them use LJ a little bit more effectively on offense, um, you know, there's no reason they'll stay down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because even like how they utilized Billy was kind of weird. I mean, he was playing the corner a lot. And with that kind of snake, I didn't understand that. Like, I didn't know why they weren't putting him up the gut more or just, you know, sending it into the snake like some of the other teams were doing. You know, but who knows? I just think they have stuff to figure out now without Archie being there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I forgot who I was. I was talking to this about... When our team was starting to pull together at, at the beginning of the year, um, 
I have a buddy. It's just our our friend. He plays. He's really good at golf, and he's like, "Is there a way to like build a super team in paintball?" Because I was telling him like, "Yeah, we're we're getting a lot of good guys here, but like it's still really hard to win." And he's like, "Was well, there any way to like have like a guaranteed team that is gonna win like all the events?" And I was like, "Man, I don't know, but I the only way I think you're even able to try to do that is like you have to you have to get." scout basically the main guy from every team you have to get ryan greenspan you have to get j rav you have to get archie you have to get Fedorov. you have to get like each team's like Ace. core like their <clears throat> their person that they, their leader um and it doesn't yeah. have to be like their you know vocal leader but the person that everyone looks to as like man whether or not you need to attack or or be that strategic leader like there is that guy for most teams, you know, and even Revo uh, still held their own. Yeah. Is it Omera that uh, hasn't left for a while? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, they did lose Zupa and Darula, but like didn't really hurt them too bad as much mm-hmm. as I think a lot of people. A lot of people thought. Yeah, but like. Yeah, I think people kind of forgot about Stephen Omera a little bit. I mean, obviously he didn't play much last year, but he's obviously like incredibly talented. So I mean, he's essentially can play any spot one to three and he's almost like i he's like a 90 percent j-rab type guy to me like he can do a lot of this stuff justin rabikoff can just i don't think at his at high of a level he can really plug a lot of holes um and i'm calling it now and i've said it like 10 times now with revo i think rob velez is going to ultimately be looked at as the pickup of the year when we get to the end of this season Mm -hmm. i mean at event one he looked really good in that kind of hybrid like one two role on the snake side for them uh, and I think once they kind of fall into their strategy a little bit more, I think he's really going to shine because he's had a lot of years where he's been in not great situations in terms of where he fell in the depth chart on his team. And I think now he can finally really shine there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of felt bad for him when, when he went over the, well, he went over there and it was like, Oh, it's a great pickup. And then you guys jacked uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. his two guys. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, Callie's in the, in the chat right now. Kevin Rudolph was like, he just, he's mentioning, and we, I think all, all the pros are in agreement here and, a lot of people watching the competition level has gotten a lot better and you know when you factor in lvl now being a, a top contender at this point because they they did make sunday now twice they were your pick quinn for uh breakout team of the year last year and that was a that was a solid choice seeing as where they're at you know so you nailed it with team of the year and you nailed it with breakout of the year um uh right now uh for this point you know and uh also you got the saints and everybody like independent on the field layout like it, things can change really quickly. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think that this field was a lot trickier and in, in how guys yeah. made it, you know, if you could really shoot guys off the break and take away those outsides, but if you couldn't take away the outsides game over. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. I mean, do you guys, um, so watching LVL that we're talking about them a little bit, I definitely think one element we're seeing in their game this year is they actually have discipline, you know, at least through the first event kind of watching them. I know last year, those last two events they were, you know, kind of fairly reckless, but at this event especially, I saw them do a lot of, you know, take a good spot and then play it smart and don't give it up. I mean, do you guys kind of agree with that? Or do you think it's still just the layouts kind of helping push them through? No, I think there's uh, a lot to that. And I, I forget who I was talking about. Maybe even Ryan and I talked about this a lot. But they, it sounds so simple, but they shoot their guns and contain. And Yeah, I was watching a couple of points. They like that. Sh- that's like a big thing. It happen. You see it from you know the lower divisions all the way up to pro. Like the amount of 
paint that teams shoot just to keep the game controlled and kind of that was a big thing that they already are leaps and bounds better at than a lot of these other newer teams is they just like you said they might get an advantage and they don't give it up by being greedy and undisciplined and a lot of that comes with just shooting their shooting their guns a ton and overwhelming the other team and closing games methodically without hey i'm gonna get a highlight reel right here and then one two guys run through because it's like I don't know, just simply, as we played this tournament this weekend, I was telling my guys, it's like, when you break out and it's five on five, yeah, you're trying to get the advantage over the other team. And some risks come into that because, like, if you get if you get to the snake before the other team, a lot of times, especially this field that we played, you, you most likely can win the game if you keep the other team out. But if you get two easy kills, you don't need to, like, overly rush. And those outside, your front guys don't need to, like, try to get that ground that they were trying to beat the other team to because you already have that huge advantage. Now the time's in your favor and you're kind of waiting for the other team to make mistakes. So it almost like switches. Like once you get those two early kills and you got five guys and they have three, it's like you can tear back the aggression a little bit and close the game with, you know, a little bit more teamwork. So I don't know. I think that's a big thing that you see a lot of these – or more unexperienced teams making that mistake because they see two guys come off the field and then they just try to take off down the field. To... Everybody feels like they can make a little bit more of a risk. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> take a little bit more of a risk. And all of a sudden now it's a three-on-three. Three. Quinn, we got, a, we got a non-believer in the ML Kings here, John Ladwig. Uh, what do you <laughs> – it appears as though – what do you think? You what think do you mean about non-believer? Uh, I don't know. I'm just judging, just a clown I'm emoji. I'm just judging by his comment in there. It's a ML Kings with a clown emoji. So, uh <laughs> – um, yeah, Ian, let's see your uh, credentials. That's right. But um, See, I disagree with that a lot. Okay, like, that's I what I was going to ask. I was gonna, that's what I was getting to. Right I here. think this so, is the best I've seen them play. This is the best they played. Yeah. Hands down. So Yeah, I mean, they're really playing, like, just solid overall ball right now. Like, obviously, if you look at their big players, like, Kyle Berry's always been super solid. Um, I've been talking about uh, Lewis Betancourt for, like, a season now. Uh, in terms of a snake player, I think you got like you can look at him in the conversation as maybe like a top seven, top eight guy, and he's still you know fairly new in the pro divisions. I mean, essentially every vet he plays, he's just going to get better and better as he sees these points. Uh, but I mean, I think more than anybody, I know Maddie talks about him a lot as well. Like Connor Kelly is like really good at getting really good, and he's like nineteen years old, I think, or twenty years old. Um, I think the ML Kings are definitely not a pretender i think we're going to see them push more and more into being a sunday team throughout the year um, and right now they're sitting at 10 you know this isn't ridiculous to think if dynasty sweeps the table like they will uh you know they could push up a few spots yet and potentially be a super cup team what um let me ask you what does ml stand for we've got uh do you know it's you... a city in in uh outside of prague i believe yeah, it's a, I, that's all I know. It's a city. I don't know the specific what it actually stands for. But. Why'd you ask Quinn? I, I played on the team for like seven years. Well, because you know. I was asking what he thought. Oh, oh. That's why I asked Quinn. Oh, okay. was a quiz. I see I ruined it. Okay. I see, I see. Did you know? Uh, no, no, oh, no, no. Okay. Because you played was, on that team also. Yeah, yeah. We called them the Martin Luthers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't think that, uh, I mean... That's what Short called him. So yeah, I, yeah. I, but I assume that wasn't like, or maybe that's where uh, what's his name? He lived on Martin Luther King Boulevard or something like that. Okay, okay. So I don't, I don't know. Like I, you know, thanks, Kyle. 
So anyway, there goes the there goes the surprise. Uh, <laughs> Did we cut you off there, Quinn? Were Sorry. you say, saying something there? No, no, no. You're good, man. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, I was talking to I was talking to Tom also a little bit about that Champions uh, Cup thing, and he wanted to do it originally in, in like February at the beginning of February, which would ruin everybody's off season, take a lot of time out of there. Um, and uh, and so we kind of talked about it and and. From like a couple sports that I follow, a couple sports out there that like they have these qualification rounds. Like I'm, I'm big into watching the surfing events and stuff. So like, say the event starts, the World Cup event now, uh, because of daylight savings, <clears throat> usually starts on the what the Wednesday or Thursday. The Thursday mm-hmm. is when games start. So you play like one, one game, two games, one game. What we, what I talked about is, what about starting World Cup on Wednesday or or Tuesday even, right? So all the teams that didn't make the didn't make the cut on the first, like, the first entry cut, which is winning an event. So you'd have essentially three teams that, that get the playoff berth, uh, us and whoever wins the next two events. We get the we get the first round by, and then they take the rest of the teams, and you play a mini tournament in the in day one, day two, and that's the qualification round. So if you look at, like, I, I mean, I think golf has this. I think, I know surfing does. I think uh, motocross does. But there's this, there's this round before, the and, and even Formula One, how, like, they have that qualification round beginning to, in the beginning to see where you start in the race, in the pack. You start at the very end, it's like, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Just try not to get in a crash, you might finish it. But, like, you're probably not going to win. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the thing. It is, and I think this would be great because, A, it just makes the, the event a little bit longer. But from a budget standpoint, which um, a couple of teams don't really have to worry about. But, you know, like, we're, we're a great example. Like, we have a tight budget. And if we have to play five or six events here, including the minors... Uh, then we have to add another event to the schedule next year, back to Florida. You know, it's like ten grand an event or more, plus practices. So um, if you just roll it into an extra day at World Cup or extra two days at World Cup, that's much more palatable for the budget. Um, I thought Champions Cup was in, in Singapore on top of that big hotel. That would be tight. That's not where it's at. No, uh, no. That would be even more expensive, but a the lot sky, of fun. Skyrim the Skyrim open. The, the, yeah. yeah, the Skyrim open. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think of that? Just adding an extra day, doing this qualification round. Basically, if you don't make it, you're you're just hanging and you get to go to Disneyland or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a really cool idea. I think it would kind of put a lot more stakes on it as well. Um, obviously, like World Cup is always a good event in general. But I mean, generally after that first day, you kind of know who's going to be the Sunday teams and not. So I must think doing like these qualifiers where you could potentially knock a big dog dog out in day one or day two or something would add some excitement. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't know how a team like Ryan, you know, or Kyle, like upper level teams, I don't know how you guys would feel about potentially like your tournament lives being over, you know, day one, if you just kind of have a (laughs) fluky match. Um, But, you know, maybe maybe that could work if they kind of had auto – auto seeds for qualification like the top six are just auto push throughs well so no that's and that's the thing when sorry so basically it would just count towards your season ranking so you still take the top eight teams essentially minus the, the oh, three right so if you're if you're sitting in second place or third place in the league or second place in the league and you didn't win a tournament now you're basically out of the bracket that has to play you're still you're in first place so if you lose all of them there's still a chance that you finish in that that next yeah. tier of five, fifth through fifth, sixth, or, or third or fourth, you know? So, like, that's um, that's kind of like – that's what I'm talking about. That's how that's how it would work. So, you still – it's not like the top winners from this would go on. It's basically at the end of it, there would be a prize. You'd win the World Cup or you'd win the, the, the ancillary round. But 
if you if you still are in 16th place, you're not making it. I got you. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. Something along those. I think Champions Cup should be more like whoever qualifies each team just puts up their one champion and we just have like a round-robin one-on-one tournament. You know what's funny? Decide. You said something like that. Uh, I see Alex in here in the chat, but I was talking to him, I think it was on, on Sunday or Saturday, but I was saying, man, it would be really cool to do like an exhibition-type match um, on Sunday when basically when there's that big gap between before the finals where there's like two or three hours where all the teams, the pro teams that don't make it, they can, and it could change every event. But they get to submit two or three players, and you basically play an all-star match. It's just an exhibition match before the finals for any any of the guys on the pro teams that didn't make it. They want to play, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, you could, however you want to split that up. Like, it could be you have to submit guys before the event, and those are the guys that play. But I know a lot of times people, like, either go home or just don't want to play if they didn't make it. But... Um, I think that's something they, that would be pretty cool to do um, for viewership and just to kind of like something that re- alleviates some of that pressure and, and guys can go out there and just showcase some of, you know, the highlights of like why those guys are, are on, you know, these pro teams and, and uh, you know, be something interesting to see if, you know, it's like hard to do that with all, everything they're trying to do, but. No, man, I like that. If they would do that, Iconic would help sponsor that and put money towards uh, first prize for that. I think that'd be fun to watch. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I've, I've, we've all tried to get like we've, we've all petitioned to get like some sort of cool exhibition game. Whether it was we wanted to do the red zone. Yeah. Remember we were like, let's get two. Oh yeah. One or two pro players from each team get like a, a ten on ten or, yeah. or whatever twenty on twenty red zone drill yeah. on, the, on the Dorito side. <clears throat> thought that would be great that was like a bki drill that we do a lot and that 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 would be a sweet sweet fun thing to do yeah um <clears throat> and uh and it's just it's a time and money kind of thing right we need to pay refs we need to find time in the schedule but you add that extra day on the world cup and it, and it begins and and now especially even so with uh with how they're doing it now with the semi uh, sorry the semifinals and, and quarterfinals are now uh not split deck any longer mm-hmm. there's there's a little bit of wiggle room now in that Sunday, that Sunday. Sure. <clears throat> um, uh, Callie was saying, if we did it the way we're saying, you could have the bottom pro teams afterwards play the top semi-pro teams to see um, if the semi-team, semi-pro team can actually move, move up. I think the semi-pro teams would be more reluctant to do that, though, mm-hmm. at the end, because they're like, oh, come on, please, we just played this whole season. Like, we, yeah. we made it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I'm going to take my, my playoff berth next year rather yeah. than letting it all ride but i do like that you know yeah <clears throat> you should you should allow all pro teams that are being relegated <clears throat> to be able to challenge the semi-pro team yeah so basically if i beat you i get my spot if you beat us you get my spot in like 10 grand remember we were talking yeah, about this? Yeah, like you, have to, yeah. you have to put up some cash in like a yeah like a competition to see if, if someone will will get it will get the get the spot in that uh I like relegation that. round do we add Alex hey, in here? That sounds like super cool. I would definitely want to play in that. Like that sounds so, awesome. So so basically imagine this, all right? <clears throat> the newbies and the World Cup. You guys are first place semi pro. And uh and uh I don't know who A A C Diesel is or DMG, right? Is there and they're in the last place round. Not saying that those are the teams that'll do it. Could be X Factor even. Um sorry, meter. And uh they go, All right, Quinn. 
You got two options here. You can play, but you got they're gonna pay basically if you if you if you win, they have to pay you and take the spot, but if they lose, um, you take their spot. Um, or something along those lines. We have to really hash that out. There'd be like a like an an opportunity for you to win and take their money. Or you'd have like win and pay them or something, you know what I mean? I mean, I feel like that would be a no-brainer to do that uh, because I feel like probability has a good chance. You're getting, like, you can either just win, take the money, and get the spot, or you can win, take the spot, and just sell the spot immediately back to that team if you wanted to. I'm sure you could convince them to buy it. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. But I don't know. I mean, I think it makes sense because, I mean, if you go through the whole season and you think you're hot shit and semi-pro and then you can't even beat the worst team in pro, do you really deserve to get a spot? Right. I mean, that's, and that's kind of like, that's, that's where I think we're talking about a little bit is, is maybe make their, make a, 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 a game there. I just don't think there's enough time and schedule, not enough yeah. daylight. That's the problem. Not enough daylight for these little things. I mean, they could just add another field, right? I mean, they added the premier field without much issue. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the logistics of it. I, I know that Tom does say that they set up and take down the world's largest paintball field uh, five times a year, four times a year. So uh, to me, yeah, just sticking a couple more poles in the ground and throw some nets up and fire up the bunkers and get some guys out there to rough it. Seems pretty easy to me. We need a shooting range. Oh, yeah, I'm that's true. That. We've actually asked this. We've asked for like a warm-up shooting range area, and they said that there's not enough space for that. Like yeah, I've always wondered that. It seems kind of weird, uh, especially for pro teams when you're yeah. going out for like, your first game on the first day. Like, you can't even shoot your gun, really, before you, you know, the first buzzer sounds. I just thought that was kind of odd. Yeah, I mean, that, that that is, that is you know, like, think of it as you're you're going to play or Tom, Tom Brady or, or who was just in the, uh, the Super Bowl, Jared Goff or something like that. Is going to or no the other guy Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford is uh is is going to play in the Super Bowl and they're like ah there's no space for you to, to warm your arm up yeah you can only like, throw it five feet yeah you could just you can throw it in this little hole five feet in front of you and that's all you get yeah you know and you're like okay cool <laughs> right like oh hey good luck out there buddy yeah oh you want to run a route uh there's no, no 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 one's gonna be shooting or throwing a ball to you you can just go sprint around next to those anthills um like come on I was just looking at it's wild there's there's more semi-pro x-ball teams and there is d2 x-ball teams at that first event yeah least. d2 is always super weak uh because i feel like the teams that are really good in d3 they kind of think like you know why waste another year in division two and they just go all the way up uh i mean look at even like marcella's team wrecking crew i mean i would find it hard to believe they don't just go to semi-pro next year mm-hmm. uh, with how good they are but I mean, it's just kind of a weird division i feel like a lot of the people that play it are like they just play it forever like they're in that division for just years on end yeah, uh, Chase made made a good point. He said anything is a shooting range if you're brave enough. <laughs> I mean, imagine, imagine just like that back area where the pits were in between our field and the premier field. Yeah. Uh, if we just started like just doing some breakout drills out there, <laughs> just yeah, like yeah. out in the middle of the open with people warming. I up. mean, is there anyone even assigned to like <clears throat> paying attention to that that they would yell at you? I mean, no one's ever tried it. How do we know you can't just do that? Yeah, I mean, I I, I know for a fact. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that someone's gonna come up and be like. Dude, I feel like we've gotten in trouble for stupid stuff before. I mean, we've gotten a lot. We've gotten in trouble for a lot of things. Um, <laughs> yeah, goggles on. Exactly. Let's just everybody will get a bunch of JT goggles, those dynasty JT goggles, and if you uh-huh. want to walk by us, you just have to put the goggles on and then yeah. you know put them in the goggle bin at the end. I feel like COVID's not a thing anymore, so people can share goggles these days. 
we're uh, we're yeah we're we're cruising at this point. We're cool. We're cruising at this point. Um, you get um, you get Alex on here too, or no? yeah, you got you got you got a couple more minutes, Quinn. We'll get Alex on the on the horn, and you guys can chat. Yeah, uh, one That's more thing reluctant. I did want to go over is okay. Thursday we're dropping our first line of clothing. Uh, so for some of the guys that have won iconic awards, we're kind of doing a. Just a thing with them where we're going to do T-shirt and clothing lines for all of them, and they just push all the profit made to those guys just to kind of help them make more money as they play through the year. Uh, I can give you a sneak peek of the finished designs if you guys want to see. Yeah, yeah. If, if you want to send them to me, I can get them. I can even do, like, with the magic that I've got in my... Uh, yeah, my, give me a second. I can email my, them uh, to you now. Yeah, sweet. Yes, email or text them to me as long as they're not one of those H-E-I-C-K um, uh, hike. Fi- hike files. Then, uh, no, then I can I can pop them right up here on the screen, because, albeit the uh, the iPad doesn't seem very technologically advanced, we still got capabilities out here that that will uh, blow people's minds, um, like picture uh, like, like, like picture in picture like picture in picture. <laughs> um, what do we got? So there? I'm sending them over to you now. All right. I'm wearing one of them, which I think Marcelo was wearing his. This is Marcelo's signature series shirt. Okay. And and I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna answer Tom's uh, question here. Has anybody asked what the deal is with all the false starts? And 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 Callie actually kind of touched on it a little bit. So because the pro field was basically backed up to the premier field, if you started on what was the away side. Uh, so if you're looking at it from the grandstand to the left-hand side, yeah. looking at it from the webcast to the right-hand side, um, their buzzer would, was sounded the exact same as ours. Yes, it was like yes. it was silly, you know. You like come on, just it change, just change the sound of the horn. Yeah, like yeah. Made, honk, you know. Like, yeah. I don't care what it sounds like. Yeah, um, get Todd Martinez's voice or or one of the Lux Experience voices. <laughs> You know, like, go. Dude, I was counting through the first couple matches I was watching. There was, like, 11 false starts through, like, the first four matches. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been checking out Verbal's, uh, uh, I've seen, like, a handful of... His, uh, Monday's posts? Monday's posts. Uh, I was like, oh, Mikey's on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I saw that. I think Ryan Hall had one on there. Ooh. Axel. Axel had one. I absolutely love Mike's just plowing into Marcelo, not caring, and just keep running. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just run him over. I don't know if you saw it World Cup last year when, when Marcelo and Tyler collided. Oh yeah. That was. I think Marcelo said he was. He was. Uh, oh days. He was. He was. He had. He had a concussion. He thought. Oh man. Um. So Dude, t- he was running into everybody, man. Yeah. Um. So give me a little, uh, little intro onto this shirt here. I'm pulling it up right now. Um. Which one? Oh, you only sent me one. Uh, it might have sent. Check the other email. The first one went through. It was a random. I don't know. Well, it it's, 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 it's it okay. I got I got two. Like, I got two. So I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up. Uh, I believe it's Billy's. Yeah, Billy's is. Uh, I like Billy's. Okay, okay. What's your favorite? Before I get this on the screen here. Here we go. The Dynasty Alternates. Oh yeah. Oh wow, we got a I lot of them on this one. Came out. All right, so here's Snake Gronk. Gronk. Is this... Billy running the seam routes through the middle, man. He's there we Snake go. Gronk. There we go, Snake Gronk. Um, okay, we're getting we're getting team of the year pulled up here also. Um, and this is one of the only Dynasty alternate logos like done over the years. There's been a couple here, uh, but they're very few and far between for alternate logos. Okay, give me a second um, while I pull this one up here. I'm gonna uh, here. Let me let me. 
Let me get off the Gronk. So the Gronk is uh, is Billy Bernaccia. Bernacci. I like I like that. I think it's kind of cool. I think I, I like I like Snake Gronk. That's that's a funny mm-hmm. that's a funny one. Because I because he did the matching barrel as well. Correct. Yeah, they sold those out like immediately at the first event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's. Um, <clears throat> so this is the front of this shirt here. So here's and this is the one. Uh, oh, we might have a little lag here for a second. Um, so here's the Dynasty version that we were talking about, right? Are you seeing this, Quinn? Yeah, man. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh, we've got that one right there. That's the front. The back is pretty cool as well. Let me uh, let me jam this one on on the back here. I like I like the back, even though we did have to change a couple of names on here. <laughs> so here's the back of it. Team of the year, getting it done. Um, whoop, trying to pull up a couple more. And then, who's the best player on the back of that shirt? Oh, Marcelo, Coach Gamboa, actually. I'm taking Skinny, man. Skinny who's, Kevin? Who's Warman? I saw Skinny win a 1v1 in 2002 Cup or 2001 Cup this? against Todd Martinez. It's H, but it looks... Oh, he yeah, does... so so Tyler's on the back of the team of the year. Uh, that might have been the old one. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Thought we, uh... Huh. Well, he's on the roster for an event, but yeah, that was the, the first draft, I think. That was the first draft. Okay, gotcha. Got <laughs> All right, we're gonna um, we're gonna pull up uh, this humble game. Kim, who is uh, my guy Chris Shear, best oh, Dorito player cool. of the year. Dorito player of the year. Okay, Dorito player of the year icon shirt coming up right here. Humble to the game. I like that. That one's cool. That's a that's a nice um Oh I got that one up twice. It's a nice one. And then we've got uh the number thirty-three. One second here. Number thirty-three coming up in a second. Uh and then the headbands are pretty cool. What technology you guys have now with the screen share. This is high end for you guys. Look, we've had it, we've had it, you know. Um and like I said, you know, you could have just put it up onto the onto the here, but you know, I want to make sure everybody gets like a little bit of taste of of, of the future, mm-hmm. right? We just uh, we want to have uh, a, you know just a slight taste here and there, just, you know, so you know what you're missing here, out there. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that comment's all about. <laughs> Ian, can you be a little bit more clear? So here's the Marcelo Margot icon number thirty three. Uh, is it a one side? And it's actually, these are these are look like nice quality T-shirts, also. Yeah, they're super thick. I mean, they're nicer than a lot of my paintball shirts I have right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're thick enough you could like play in them with some, you know, you elbow play pads. You'd be good to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I nice. played I played in this spick and span shirt a couple times too. So you know, we're, I mean, they look good. Yeah, we got we got high end stuff, high end stuff all around. That's uh, that's yeah. absolutely right. So. And then the other shirt coming uh, is actually being printed now. It's our Spick and Span Iconic Combo shirt. Wow. <laughs> there we go. The juice is loose on that one. Spick and Span getting some shirt. iconic love. There too. we go. I'm going to make a bunch of extra and we'll have a, a premiere on your show and we'll give a bunch away. There we nice. go. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, so that, that's that's exciting. I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. I did see that, that, that bunny logo that we had there. 
Kyle's wearing one of his shirts. We gotta get you. We gotta get you a full merch pack sent out to the Iconic Studios. Um, yeah, man, I'm finishing up building uh, my new office and studio now, so I can do some better uh, production stuff. So I'll be I'll rock Spickens fan stuff all day. Yeah, yeah it's cool tie dye one. Yeah, hell yeah. And I, I don't know. I look like the original Kyle drawing one though, where it's like the fatter Kyle face. I just want a shirt with that on the front. Yeah, no, we could just do just do his face. I on think the we front. just have to keep the face like this. Okay, you want me to pull I mean, the, chi- the chisel? Huh? Yeah, you want me to pull the chisel look. Well, isn't it? No, this we got the new we got the new look here on on the screen right now. Well, no, that's a th- that's still. A... No, 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 no. This is your new. This is the new face. I don't know. What do you guys right all... there on there? Yeah, that's new. Yeah. yeah let's oh. Look at that chisel. Oh no, it's not. No, no it's not. I think no. that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I think it's just permanent now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I don't know. You know, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. I, I do think that uh, James James did say he uh, he did make some more dog tags. We got about 150 of them being shipped out to all the super mega support status members, and we'll give away a couple on the show today um, and toss some into the other big one. Um, uh, speaking of giveaways, too, so I don't forget. One, uh, I want I'll give away something tonight. But two, also when we come out with those shirts on Thursday. I'm pulling a bunch of cool stuff out of my collection from over the years that we're going to randomly give away to people who order them. Um, I'm keeping secret all the cool stuff I'm pulling out, but we also have a signed uh, Marcelo Margot World Cup jersey that he wore that we're going to be giving away as well uh, to one person who buys. Man, look at that. Um, what... Um... What's the what's the deal with the drop? Where is it going to happen? Is it happening on Iconic? Is it going on to an Instagram? How are you guys going to handle that drop? Uh, we're going to do everything through XXV, the label's site. We're going to drop all those live on Thursday night. Okay. Um, there is limited amounts of all of them. I have a feeling the team of the year one is going to go really quickly just because Dynasty stuff is awesome and people like Dynasty stuff. Thanks, guys. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, like I mentioned too, um, all the money from all of them is going directly to the players. So everyone who buys on you directly helping support, you know, top level athletes get better training and all that kind of fun stuff or whatever they want to use the money for. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll put it to good use. Maybe guys, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get everybody some Chipotle depending on how many, how the sales go. Uh, maybe we'll upgrade from a one star hotel next time. I'll talk to Eric Crandall about that. <laughs> A bit of a, we actually, I'm actually sad. You deserve because, it now after. because Eric is—he's uh, not superstitious, but when we win an event, he always makes sure that we stay at the same hotel the year after. Which is why in Vegas, like we won in Vegas in like 2015 or something like 2000 something, we stayed at the same hotel two years in a row. We're like, dude, stop! Like, yeah, yeah. Let's stay. We're so far away, and like, I think you stayed in that one place. It was yeah, like, yeah. It might have been some like, like illegal activities going on in yeah. the parking lots you're like dude come on pool's green yeah yeah and Close so then and... right and so now i'm really afraid that like we're gonna have to stay at this 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 one star hotel next time we go to florida for world cup oh, so I, I don't i don't know man I'm a, but maybe with the help of quinn and the and you guys out there buying the uh, dynasty shirts we'll be able to get and it was also a, a great, great first experience for Archie to be on the team. Welcome to the team, Arch. Yeah. Uh, there might be some cockroaches in your room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, Quinn, what, um, what, what news do we got? Come on, let's hit us with something juicy. Like, you got to know something. Dude, there's like nothing good right now. There's no good news. I know. Everybody was so excited at the beginning of the season that we were just going to keep pumping it. Yeah. Keep pumping it. 
Um, no pickups, no injuries. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's having a good time. Paintball's in a great place. Paintball's in a great place. Yeah, um, honestly, this year is going to be really good. I'm kind of hoping we don't see too many more roster changes because, um, you know, for the first time this year in a while, it feels like at least through event one, there's actually some parity through the league. Mm-hmm. Um, like, obviously, again, you always have the heavy hitters. Uh, but I think, Kyle, you guys placing second right away, I think, helped kind of change the landscape a bit as well because I was not expecting you guys to just instantly be in the finals right away. I thought there was going to be some growing pains, but um, – I'm hoping all the rosters kind of stay the same now because there's some really competitive teams. Uh, yeah. Hopefully Iron Man can get some more body stuff. But yeah. other than that, right. Well, they should have Nick back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'll have Treegarth in. Uh, I don't know why he wasn't at the first event. Treegarth? He played, yeah, he played WC like this past like, weekend. Is that, he didn't play on Game of Thrones. is that um, Hunter's player? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. He, was, he had a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just had a baby. Back He's to good, too. Yeah. Oh, Brandon, Brandon Cornell is injured. Oh, yeah, he did He did get an injury at the end. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, after Friday, we did beat Energy Elite, but, like, we still struggled in that game. Mm-hmm. That, I think, was just, like, kind of pulled out by through, like, talent. Um, but against you guys, too, like, we were, you know, that Friday night meeting, we were, we were kind of, like, we got 50 things to address like and we can't cover them all in this meeting and wasn't looking good going in but yeah. over the event we turned it around it looks like ben challenger is also um injured as well chad george oh yeah that's right we need to get an update with chad george chad oh. had a really well, I bad i just heard it was an ankle sprain i don't think it's anything serious that's going to keep him out of the next event uh jerry, yeah, man. jerry caro from nyx yeah i mean that uh yeah jerry caro hurt himself but ankle injuries are, are like are some of the worst because the timetable for getting back from an ankle injury it's already a pre-existing ankle injury i remember talking to him about that he said you know he said he rolled it again and i mean it's not You're just putting a pressure roll. on it so you yeah. can't you know, like I got are, this little scratch on my knuckle. It's been taking a while to. That's right. Because right. I have to like bend it. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine ankle. You know. Yeah. I can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually, Yosh won't be there uh, at the next minor event with us because Yosh is having a baby. Oh yeah. April, April baby. So he's gonna miss nice. out on the the event. But Blake, uh, Blake Dumthumb, um, Yarber will hopefully be back. He's a. Uh, He's got about this much movement in it, right there. I mean, that's big news in itself. Who the hell is beating Dynasty once Blake is back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't even playing. Look at that. But like, you might need him as an assistant coach. He was. He did a killer job as the assistant coach. He was there all day, sitting in the grandstands, all morning. Yeah. Right. Where are you gonna play when Blake is back? Have you taken the role as center guy now, and you're pushing him off that? No or? way, dude. No way. I'm. I'm done. I'm done being the test. Uh, the the, the test dummy <laughs> running up the middle. I, I pull that. I pull that hat. Uh, that trick out of my hat once. Uh, once a year, I guess. Every so often. Every so often, I'll jump up the middle, grab a golden barrel, and then uh, and then head to the one of the one of the sidelines. Um, but I don't know. It's tough, right? We have we have a really we have a really good, extremely good roster with versatile players. So yeah. It's kind of like. Luckily, we got Marcelo to take the lousiest spot on the field. He's uh, he's kind of like adopted that role mm-hmm. from Philly. He played the trash can as they called it, <laughs> and like anytime that there's a bounce shot that comes directly into you, that's where he's got to play. Yeah. So uh, thankfully, that's not my job anymore. But um, I just kind of play all around the field until until um, we need a little bit of help there. <laughs> all right. My final question, and then I'm done. Yeah. 
What would the dummy line from Dynasty place overall in the season rankings if they were their own separate team? First. You, you never, you never know what they're going to do. So let me get... What is Wait, the, what's the dummy line? The dummy line? So, so I don't know exactly. I've been told the dummy line is Damien, Blake, Alex, Dalton, and I don't know who the fifth one is. No, that's no, what no. I'm Arturo, Arturo, and Mikey. Arturo. And, and Alex, I mean, honestly, Alex is not on the dummy line. Eggs is not on the dumb dumb line. He should be. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's Blake, Dalton, Mikey, uh, Arturo, and Damien. Ah, I got you. Dude, Alex oh. isn't a dummy, but he likes to play the dummy. So. Yeah, yeah. I liked his uh, kicking, <laughs> kicking, kicking the pod, the pod in the middle goal. of the match. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we, like we're like okay, what are we? What are or like we when going? he was kissing, kissing his dog tags to Bef- me in the yeah, stands, Bef- and he at, almost got a false start. <laughs> Alex said, "I played dumb on purpose." Not this might be a perfect time to get him on. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can, uh, we can do a quick little transition for you, for you, Quinn, uh, um, and uh, and you can you can give a little chat with Alex here. Hold on one second. We're gonna we're gonna get this guy on the on the horn here, because it's easy now. It's easy now to add people these days with technology. I don't know if you can do this with like all the other stuff. Like, look at that. Boom. I need to get. A I don't know phone. if I can accept all of this rapid change with you guys. Ooh, no, this no, is no. The this, same. Is, this is the same, man. This is the same, same Spick and Span show that, that, that everybody knows and loves. Um, let's see. Last night, Alex was, uh, was at a T-ball uh, game. And let's see. Big budget show. That's right, Callie. Big budget show. There he is. What's up? What's up? What's up, Alex? Hey, Quinn. Love this guy. We're alive, dude. Player of the year. Move of the year. Right here, look. There it <laughs> is, dude. Yeah. Right on my desk. Yo, why don't you wear your headband? You were probably excited to get a Hormesis band. Oh, where is it? It's up here, dude. Right by, look, at the one paintball trophy I have, you'd like, you'll like this. Oh, that one's great. Love it. The, the Commander's, Commander's Cup. Cup. Right with my headband. Love it. That might be the only head, Hormesis headband you've gotten gifted so far, right? <laughs> we're not even gifted. We're on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, this thing is all tarnished, but it's actually... Yeah, look, I was going to say, it looks rusty. That's, that's a really it, cool trophy. It was rusty because it was in my garage and they came and stole it. And it's got Commander Moe's face on it right there. First person who can say the full name of who the Commander's Cup is named after gets a Horvitz's headband from me. Oh, Dude, wow. What? Here we go. Let's Dude, see. Do you know it? Nope. Nope. Yeah, does anybody know what the... Uh, we won that in Miami... I know there's for sure some people in there. So uh, just so everybody knows, Quinn is going to be donating a headband to the first person. Booyah, Ryan Martin. R. Martin. R. Martin, 187, baby. Maurice Gibb. Did you get those headbands, Quinn? I did not get them yet. I'm excited, though. I'm going to track them right now. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, can you write that guy's name down? Yeah, R. Martin. Um, Also, that that reminds me. So when uh, when you guys win stuff and you have a – an ambiguous screen name. We're also going to need your address and your name, uh, your full name. So Arm, I'm assuming Martin is his last name, but uh, we've got to like Penguin Dynasty if you win something. Like, I don't really know what your name is. Dude, it says it's going to get delivered today, Tuesday, March 22nd. I can go check. Sometimes the, the UPS guy comes here at like 9 o'clock at night, so I'll go look. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, what are we talking about today? You know you've been on the show yeah, the whole time. Listening. We see you. You've been listening the whole thing, I, dude. I, 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 I tapped in right when you started talking about the shirts. 
It's the dumb dumb. We were talking about how effective sitting or stand sitting like an Asian person is. Oh yeah. So for some reason in the United States, when people sit on the ground, they just sit on their ass. But in in Asia, they squat down, which is way better. Uh, harder on your knees though. What about your ankles? How about you talking about ankles injuries? It's it's just it's it's easy. You just kind of sit here. (laughs) You know, a lot of people can't do that. Really? Yeah, a lot of people struggle to do that, by the way. And you don't get dirty. Your bottom of your feet are the only thing touching the ground. Yeah, wait, Carl is in here? What? What's up, Carl? Who is? Carl Marquez. Oh, yeah. Me and him are about to talk about Carl. Dude, I heard heard some rumors. You want a rumor? I heard some rumors. I hear it, dude. Nah, I can't tell you. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) <laughs> Carl's the man. That's all I have to say. I heard Carl might be a... playing soon. No, nah, there's no way. <laughs> Dude, if we if we Quinn, uh, drop the juice, man. Let's hear the juice. Juice is loose. I Let's go, say, man. If if we weren't so if we weren't so stacked with people, I would definitely go after Carl. He's good and he's a good dude, man. He was on my All Star team at the ICC last year. He was feasting. Yep, yep. He ran backwards into the snake. Speaking of Carl, two for Juice One, um, he might be playing Chicago with us. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and two, we have another H2K gun coming out on Friday. Dope. Wait, what's an H2 what? You didn't it's Carl's the- gun with the, the feathers on it. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, we did an LV1 uh, like a month or a 1.6 like a month ago. We sold out in like five seconds maybe, not even. Wow. And we have another uh, another limited gun coming out on Friday that we'll put info out on. Oh, hey, yeah. Ryan, how'd your team do at the, at the uh, WC PPL? Uh, we, we went one, place. One, uh, one, one, and two. No, one, two, and one. No, uh, what's the tie? Which one I think we, that's we, the middle one. Oh, is it one, two, and one then? Wow. Did, who, who out of all the like pro coaches did the best? Uh, Marcelo's team, I think. Yes. Oh, yeah, he had the LTZ guys. Yeah, LTZ guys, and he had, uh, and he had that kid, uh, Ben Sloffer, uh, flew out and was dominating people, I guess. Like winning yeah. every match, I think. Him but I guess you could say Blake though, because Blake coached a premier team. That's right. And he's Blake. the only one that coached a premier team. That's true. Out of us, I think Mike. that's kind of cool because like you got you guys and Tyler and, and Kyle. Did you coach a team? Yeah, I love so coaching. All you guys are kind of pitting against each other with you know the teams you're coaching, which is that's that's a that's a challenge. Well, yeah, we're, we're all actually all in, div- in different divisions. Mikey coached four different teams all in the same camp. And they all had different bunker names. No. Yeah, so he's like, oh, dude, they all have different bunker names. So he, like, learned all their stuff. And I was like, what if they play together He's at the same time? And he's like, yeah, my other team's playing on that field right now. I don't know. I just got to choose who I think is going to do better. <laughs> he was out there Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay. Uh, and Nick Laval was out there. Yeah. Uh, there, was a lot of, there were a lot of pro teams. Rainey. Rainey. Stanley Tyler Harmon. Yep, Tyler. Yep. Rainey was cussing at the refs. <laughs> When are we going to get an Alex Frazier coach WC team? That's what I want to see. It would be a disaster, Quinn. <laughs> Me and you will coach one. It would be, be a fun time, though. We'll just be hanging out, eating tacos and pizza, and missing our games. They had a <laughs> killer tacos and pizza. They did. I will say, we, we uh, Ryan and I, we went to go. I was like, hey, I need some food. It took us about 45 minutes to walk about... Um, Maybe a football field because yeah, we, we stopped and said said hey to a bunch of people, but uh, I forgot who I was talking to. Someone was like, "Why don't you just you guys say I'm hungry and you can't talk?" I was like, "You, that's yeah. us. Like we 
Got to say like, hi to everyone. If I don't make it, I'm going to pass out. But let's talk about those quesadillas. Yeah. Shout out, shout out they to got Bob good Stockings. food out there. What does your hat say, Alex? Oh, look at that. Key. The Hormesis it's a, key. This is a homemade hat by one of our Champs Club members, um, uh, Robert... Uh, Robert... Um, God, I'm blanking on his last name. Shaw. Robert Shaw. He's a, ta- he's a tattoo artist, and he actually, like, I think has, like, a, maybe his own sewing machine just embroiders these himself. Hand, hand done. So, pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right. We were talking about the uh, the Dum Dum line. Mm-hmm. Are you on that, Alex? Well, so I'm not on the Dum Dum line, but I could be considered a Dum Dum because I intentionally play like a Dum Dum sometimes. Yeah, that's what I, mean, I that's what I was saying. You're not a Dum Dum, but to, you act like a Dum Dum. Know to play like a Dum Dum, so yeah. that's why I'm not on the Dum Dum. Mm-hmm. I, I Actually, I'm the leader of the smart guy line. Mm. So I heard this conversation we were having against you. Guys. We were against you guys in the finals. Yeah, it was one of the long, the long point where like Mouse, it was it ended up being uh, Marcelo and I against Mouse. Yeah, Marcelo ran, or sorry, Mouse ran out of the snake all the way around and like, yeah. I, I, we shot him at the end there. Yeah, um, I hear this conversation going behind me. Hey Dalton, dude, I'm out of paint. I think I'm just gonna go run him in the middle. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Dalton's <laughs> like, no, nah, man, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Well, I was I was yelling earlier in the point. I was like, I, I knew the point was gonna go long, so I was like, "Okay, conserve your paint, boys." And then I was like, "Uh oh, I'm out of paint." <laughs> but he but he said it super quietly, right? Because yeah. I'm in the middle and I can hear him. Hey, Dal- hey Dalton. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, just stay alive back there. They're running out of paint too." Dude, it would have been way better. Actually, yeah, it was good because it stretched the point. But I ended up getting shot like an idiot. Guys, I'm gonna and go then, cause a distraction. Yeah. 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 Instead of just making the move on the guy, I ended up like engaging in a firefight with A-Rod and he shot me. And then Don't do that. Um, instead of just bunkering him, which would have been easy because it was a five on three. <laughs> yeah, it was a five on three. He's like, yeah. I think I'm just going to go run. Yeah, it would be two on four, dude. That's an easy, that's, that's. No, there, it, was, it, was a five, big, it was a five on four. There was a guy on the Dorito side. It was either Kyle, Kyle or, or I think Kyle was still alive on that side. Dude, double laser, bro. No, Kyle was not alive. Double laser, maybe. <laughs> hey, man, I like it. Someone's got to keep that ruthless, aggressive style alive. Yeah, dude, look at you, Ryan. In the very last point, you went and bunkered A-Rod. Oh, yeah, you got to get no reason, dude. No reason at all. What are you talking about? We shot everybody. Yeah. I Whatever. shot double laser. We got shot double laser. That was that. was stats. That was yeah, stats. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I think Archie did one of those, too. You got to do it. That's not going to happen, dude, if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> You'll just start shooting Ryan every yeah, point to keep it. I will, dude. I'll take him down. If I can't have it, he can't have it. <laughs> I saw Marcelo saying our one-on-one was the best one-on-one he's ever played in his life. When that was my, a sick when, one-on-one. When my gun was down. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> that's not so bad for you. I was like, dude, he didn't fill up his air. I didn't realize you actually had a... No, the like, funniest part was when I was... watching, it's just such a weird problem, the way it was manifesting. I was like, man, I've rarely seen a gun do what that gun's doing. <laughs> it shoots like one ball, like decent speed, and then it was like, the next ball was like 40 balls, 40 yeah, velocity. You should have just, just went and, went and bunkered him. Um, and then I heard you guys, I when I was in the corner, and Marcelo and I were corner to corner, and I heard your guys' pit say... Someone was like, oh, both of their guns are down. And I was like, oh, tight, Marcelo's gun's down. And then I heard, ow! <laughs> and I just see J-Rap walk out of the snake, and I'm You're like, oh, my yeah. God. His gun wasn't down. He just couldn't get a ball out. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yours, yours, it was, that was an interesting thing. It, just, it was funny because no one really knew. No one could tell. Yeah. 
No one, no one Marcelo or I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell Marcelo was out of pain. I thought he was just trying to burn the clock. Mm-hmm. It was only second point. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was definitely a wild, wild one, one on one. But if you you were watching it pit side from both of our our points of view, we're like, dude, go get him. Yeah. Like, go, and you're yeah. like, hey, I'm down. And I think that who else? Uh, it was like I think maybe Mouse when he ran out of all of his paint and that that fourth point or. Point. The point you're talking about, yeah. Ran around. yeah. He just like was like, I gotta get like get off the field. Yeah, you know. I'm just glad, dude, we didn't let Mouse man handle us. I mean, I'm glad we won, of course, but like, yeah, you watch the infamous game and, and that other game um, against uh, Level Up. Man, like he just went into that snake and just it was ugly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alex, I mean, here's a great question for you. And I see like the, I see those videos. Like a mouse doing dunking on somebody, I'm like, man, I, I always, I'm like, man, I'm glad that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Like the one where uh, I think the Revo guy like leaves the god to get into the snake and yeah, Omara, sees him, and he comes over Omara, top. I was like, Did you and the messed up part is Omara had that move like for like maybe 20 seconds before he actually ran, and he would have maybe got mouse and lived, but then just you know, come on. Yeah. Um, Alex, sorry, you- Callie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that happens to the best of us, dude. <laughs> hey, Alex, I got a good, I got a good question for you. So, MK here is asking, can you share a little backstory on the Vegas tournament back in 2011 when you wiped that loader hit? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll share some backstory on that. Mouse didn't have his jersey, so I let him wear mine, and then <laughs> slow motion camera guys on him, and he pulls off that move like this, the best wipe I've ever seen. I mean, like in real time, you wouldn't even have seen it. Like, is that when it looks like dark out? It, like it was like he when saw he's, the like, ball coming like in, yeah. knew it was yeah. gonna hit him in the loader, and like his hand was already on the way to wipe it, like before the ball made contact. And um, so he wipes the loader hit, and the very next, there was the last tournament of the year. Rev comes up to me uh, in in the first tournament of the year, the next year, and he's like, "Hey, Fraggy, nice wipe on that on that video." I'm like, "That wasn't me. It was Mouse wearing the jersey." He's like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> So many penalties. I didn't know that. Me after that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that part of the story. Yeah, yeah, ugly yeah. dude. And then, he, and then he invented hormesis, and now the, the refs love him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> I did uh, invented hormesis. Yeah, I did. I'm, a, I'm an inventor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if. if uh, Callie knows this, but in that one of those last points, uh, we obviously we were all overshooting each other. Um, but Callie like. As he was out, he just stood by the corner of his pit and let us shoot him a bunch. And I see, as we're all shooting him, I see the ref that was like by that side over there just turn and stare right at me. So I stopped shooting. And then after the after the game, he's like, I was very close to giving you a penalty once you started shooting me as well. Because <laughs> he's like standing right <laughs> next to Callie. Yeah, bonus balling is cool. Just don't bonus ball refs. Yeah. I love Callie's move on J-Rap, though. The pod, the pod dump on him. Yeah. That was sweet. Yeah. And you know, those guys are, those guys are buddies. So yeah. that makes it better. Um, Made for some good video footage. For sure. That was great. Props to Callie on that. That was a, that definitely a, a clutch move. And bonus balling. I mean, certain, it was weird. Like, when we played uh, Revo, like, I know those guys. I mean, I, if someone is watching this and you're on Revo, just confirm this for me. Before you played us, you made a, a group effort to make sure you bonus pulled the shit out of us. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did yeah. they really? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there were, I've never, like, it doesn't I bother me. Destroyed. I was just, like, walking out of the field going, like, man, this is part of their game plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Wow. Um, yeah, and then the rest of the tournament wasn't bad at all compared to that. I mean, yeah, that was you know, I, I, and I, I, look, bonus ball me all you want. You're not, if you're bonus balling, you're not in the game, so... Yeah. 
go ahead and do that. But uh, it was just pretty funny. Uh, I was, Why I does everyone always bonus ball Yoshi so badly? I feel like he's so nice, and I just see him get punished. I think it's a, it's like the last guy accident. Yeah, and it's fun to bonus ball nice guys. You remember that? I was even watching the Thursday practice, and someone walked him off the field at a practice, and I'm like, "What are people doing with this guy?" Oh yeah, he's actually really not that nice of a guy. Do you remember that last year? I think it was 2019. I was on Ironman, and we were playing that one layout. I think you guys won, but A Rod uh, had had bonus balled us in the middle, and then I went and got him. I bunkered him, and I shot him about 20 times. And then you were the last guy in the corner, and I just shot you one once in the pack. <laughs> and A Rod's in front of you, walking off with like 20 hits. Like, Thank you. It's like, yeah, I just wanted to get A Rod. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny though. Like good players will be more demoralized with the one ball in the pack than they will be getting bonus ball. Like, I want the respect of being, like, when I get bunkered, like, make sure, you know? Yeah. Like, if you come up and shoot me once in the pack, I'm like, oh, that was embarrassing. Yeah. Because yeah. it means, like, they knew they had you. They just, yeah. they had enough time to go, like, I don't need to put a lot of pain on this guy. Dude, you got to get Cali on here. Yeah, yeah, maybe um, I'll, I'll get him on in the next uh, the next show. Let's get him on yeah. next week, Ka- Callie. Um, we're going to wrap things up here in a little bit, but definitely love to have you right here on the, on the screen. We can talk about uh, the, the Pro DNA dry bags that we got. Those things are sick. Uh, I think they're just the regular bags, but damn. Yeah, I got, I got mine right here. It's my everyday, uh, my everyday the, runner now. The lunch pail. I, I was, uh, they're uh, really sick bags. Yeah, they're fully waterproof. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I just got this too. Shout out to Thomas Taylor. Oh, these guys. 20 years in the snake, baby. 20 years in the snake. So, yeah, the infamous guy's doing a lot of good things. I um, mean, we got some Cali Hormesis bands coming up, too, in the next couple weeks, so keep your ear to the ground on that. Nice. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, yeah, we'll definitely get Cali on the on the show for uh, for next week. Um, done deal. We'll, uh, it'll put it in, we'll put it in the notes right now next to all the winners right here. Um, speaking of winners, we got a, we got a ton of... Of, uh, of stuff to give away for that charity that we uh, we just did. So um, we'll get cracking on that here pretty soon. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. How much money did you guys raise? Uh, we raised three grand, $3,000 for Amazing. charity. So um, we're going to figure out exactly where that's going to go. I'm going to give it uh, – usually what we'll do is we'll do uh, whoever wins the grand prize, who wins the gun, gets to choose where half the money goes to. And then uh, James from Island Designs, who donated the gun, uh, chooses the other one and we'll give you guys a list of, uh, of, of ideas and, and where things should go, uh, or could go, um, if it were up to you guys, but you know, speaking span, man, helping people. How about, how about the, um, 40 year olds need another heli skiing trip charity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pray for snow. I like yeah. how, uh, in your guys, um, the speech at the end of the tournament, how you like threw Vic right under the bus. He seemed very flustered. That <laughs> happy fiftieth birthday! Yeah, Rick. yeah. Like I'm not in the forty club. You're yeah, by yourself yeah, in yeah. the fifties now. Kyle, you did a good job in your speech too, man. You should go for go out for Toastmasters. Thank you, thank you. I that was the first time I've ever done that actually. Um, and all those guys were like, "You have to do it. You do it. You and Ryan do the show. You know how to talk." I was like, uh. <laughs> "I didn't." But I, I was just telling Ryan, I was like, dang, we should have taken a, a picture after, like, with the trophy and then you have the golden barrel. I was like, that would have been perfect, but forgot to do that. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, Brent Lestovka uh, mentioned that Robbie Goldsmith's uh, PTG episode that was just uh, released said that their plan for the Russian was to bonus ball 
the shit out of their guns, packs, loaders, etc. Because they didn't have pit crew to wipe all of them off and they're playing five guys. It's a clever, uh, clever strategy. That was my strategy that one time I bonus balled Mouse the one time I've ever mm-hmm. him. Yeah, <laughs> just shot him in the arm a bunch. Still, it just, just didn't really work the strategy. I always think it's like a bad, bad idea to, if you're not the strongest team, to start overshooting a, a team that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like uh, Revo, Revo overshooting you guys. I, I yeah. always forget to bonus ball. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bonus ball those guys. Because like, yeah. And then I'm getting the game, and afterward I'm like, damn, I forgot to bonus ball them. <laughs> some people yeah. i think not, it makes them play not, better it's not something that's processing in my brain you know? like when i get overshot then i'm like okay happening in the game. yeah i'm I, like i'm i'm hot i'm ready ready yeah. to go when i get overshot so yeah that's uh that's that's the truth some people i mean rainy just loves to do it he actually was bonus balling me and i was walking on the sidelines and i kind of like did a little dance and he was shooting me all the way out to the sidelines and mike arena popped over the top of the snake and just gawked him oh man dude he had a nice bonus balling uh and kind of like garbage time of our match and he <laughs> ran through i think he bunkered somebody and then like shot the last guy and he yeah bunked, mike he and it. Yeah, that, was, that was nice I love bonus ball, dude. I'll do it to a fault. I'll lose a point to bonus ball. <laughs> <laughs> Attaboy, Quinn. <laughs> and that's like the video that, that gets uh, like the most play. Like, you know, we won the match and everything, but then on the internet, it's like Rainy bunkering you a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I win, I win the Golden Barrel, the MVP, we win the tournament, but all, all people talk about is me bunkering the pod, um, which was actually our BKI drill that we taught. So, dude, you got fooled. Yeah, I got dude. fooled, dude. I'll, I'd act, I, I, everybody's like, well, what about that? I go, yeah, I'll, I'll bunker a pod every single point if we win the tournament. Yeah, I'm telling you exactly where he was, bro. Yeah, but I can't trust you, dude, out there. <laughs> I play like a dum-dum. I hear you over there like, oh, I'm going to go run him. <laughs> I'm out of paint. Yes, yeah, I don't know anything about paintball. I don't know nothing about paintball. <laughs> so, Quinn, what, what uh, changes do you guys make over there on your team? You said you had a streamline? Uh, one player actually departed the team mid-event. Uh, it just, uh, it was chaos. The whole event went to shit because our pit was just god-awful the entire weekend. Like, at all points, people were just pissed off at each other or whatever else. But uh, we're like three players lighter now. And we actually have uh, two different guys that I'm flying in for tryouts here in maybe like two weeks. Um, so, you know, we'll kind of see how it go. One of them was a former pro that didn't get picked up anywhere, uh, this past off season. So we're going to see how he works out, but, okay. you know, just slowly trying to make changes. Is there somebody quit in the middle of the event? Uh, essentially, yeah. What do you Dude, mean I've by so essentially? I've doing that so many times, bro. <laughs> I just be like, fucking, I'm out of here. Do we know and this then. player? Do you? Yeah. Uh, maybe he go. He went to the combine this past year. No, the player that quit in the middle of the event, essentially. Yeah, he went to the combine this past year. I think you probably met him. Hmm. It's not LJ, if that's what you're asking. That's what I was asking. <laughs> LJ won't be returning to the team for next event. Correct. Uh, for now, I think so, just because um, we're kind of trying to go back, I guess, to the core guys that have kind of always worked and just going back to basics a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Andy, Weenus, what else you got? <clears throat> uh, I mean, the main core is like Andy, Weenus, um, Dom DeVivo, which who I think is going to be a pro next year. I think someone's going to pick him up if we don't win a spot. Um, Tyler's our snake player, but he's kind of on and off just because he's a New York cop and he's newer. 
Um, we have a younger kid, Clark, that uh, he was playing D3 last year, and he kind of got brought up for this event to see how he did, and he just, like, totally, you know, responded well to the, the level of play, and he did super well at the event. Um, so, you know, the core guys look good. I mean, Andy and Ryan Rodriguez are, like, the main guys that go back a decade with this team, and they're very, very good, so. Yeah, Andy's money. He played for you guys for an event. I know. He, he could have been a, he, you know, he could be a pro guy. He just, you know, likes his yeah, team. I mean, that's kind of the thing with the roster right now. I mean, I think there's three guys on this team that could be on a pro roster now, but it's just everyone's always chose to stay together and try to win the spot. I mean, Danny, yeah, did you say Danny DeVito? I was looking at that, too. Danny DeVito? No, it sounded he like that, one of those guys he said that. After, yeah, right after, no, right after Weenus. Dominic DeVito. Oh, Dom DeVito. Mm. It's, it's, it's uh, Danny's son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so I'm going to head yeah. out, but one thing I want to answer because two Dynasty guys are in here. This has been an ongoing chat through, like, multiple team chats I'm in. Okay. Is this guy, this guy in the, in the past? It might be. It kind of does look very similar. <laughs> Dude, you're a time traveler, bro. Wow. That's why I'm like fit in with you guys well. I'm just skinny. What's going on here? Dude, bizarre it's like world. that movie Adam Project. Mm. Yeah. But when you look at those two pictures, you can realize why we call him skinny. Yeah. He's a skinny fit man. Yeah. Well, not really fit, but. <laughs> all right guys i'm heading out i gotta go to bed <clears throat> all right thank you thank you quinn all right see you i appreciate I gotta go to bed. having you on the show okay later nine o'clock bro nine o'clock dude get the get that rest get those evenings like busy week man I'm, a, I'm an early sleeper busy busy yeah. week all righty thanks quinn i appreciate that and then i'll send you uh i'll send you mr martin's uh contact info if he sends it over to me perfect Can't awesome wait. thanks um, all right. Well, awesome. Thank you very much, Quinn. Uh, eggs, you can stick around for uh, for a little bit longer because we're about to spin some wheels here for the charity uh, charity drive. I think you got you're good for a, a one one hormesis band for that. Um, sure, I'll toss one in. Killer. killer. Whatever you need for this pick and span show, bro. You know. I know. I Thank you. I appreciate that. We we uh, we we appreciate the love there. Thank um, you for helping me with my uh, after tournament speech. Also, you're, you're giving me you're tips good. down there. <laughs> thank your sponsors thank your sponsors <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know how to close yeah. i was like uh i think i covered everything dude we'll have you close the show today okay all right we're gonna be working on it everybody's everybody's uh everybody's um learning here so uh real quick uh wrap up on the champs club uh we had our intel session last night we gave away a ton of stuff about 10 different uh Members all won these cool little uh, headband cases. We got some Spick and Span ones also still in the garage. Nice. Um, these are really cool. Well done. Well made. Jake Turner, Jonathan Azukar, Derek Weagle, who's in here right now. Also, uh, Martin Massio, Craig Baxter, Justin Coop, Alex Harvey, Blake Fukumoto. Uh, also, Andrew, Adrian uh, Baldassa won a scintilla. Three Hormesis headbands were given away. Kenneth Parker, Wyatt Oliver. You know Wyatt? This is the... the He's the ringer at the uh, summer camp. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabe Martinez and then uh, Cameron Clifford won a gold signed medal, like cool playing card that oh, Blake wow. had, which is pretty cool. And then Marco DeJong won a uh, Project PB um, long sleeve mock turtleneck. We should do long sleeve mock turtlenecks mm-hmm. for, the, for the show. And then the paintball club members, Evan Lewis, 
uh, Josh Healy, Matt Burke, and Catherine Wright all won prizes as well. So uh, congratulations to everybody last night who was a winner, and congratulations to everybody who's in the Champions Club, um, Paintball Club members, are not only going to get a really cool opportunity right now to win this prize here, which is the force. Thank you, Alex, for not returning any of my text messages all day and letting me manually enter in every single person's name. That was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> I got you. He got back to me 15 minutes before the show going, I sent you an email back. I go, no, I redid the file. Can you do it? And he's like, oh. And then I get two emails like after the show already started. But um, yeah, so we, after we already did it, you should have made him go through it. That's how you would have got him back. Made him go through it again. No, because I actually did all the legwork. It just he's his emails attached to the the account, mm. so I did all it did was email the file to him, and he just needed to forward it to me. That's, uh, all, that's uh. the only legwork he had to do. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Al. Um, anyway, so we've got a very very robust, <laughs> very large uh, uh, wheel here. <clears throat> what I'm gonna do? Do you have that this thing right? So I'm gonna spin it. You guys, what should we do? Should we do the gun as the first one or the gun as the last one? What do you guys think, real quick? Do we give the gun away on the first spin? Or do I spin it like three or four times and then like, this is the gun, is the next one? What do you guys think? What, do you, uh, what is everybody feeling? So just, so just so everybody knows, we're giving away this signature series. Um, oh yeah, check these goggles out by, what, by the way. These are my like 2004 original JTs. Wow, did yeah. you find those or someone No, Stoney from Planet Eclipse uh, had these goggles this whole time. Wow. Um, and he's like, dude, would you play, play in these things? Um, and uh, I was like, absolutely. So he had them like hand delivered in, at the event. Wow. Like feel the foam. That's kind of one of the reasons I didn't, it fe kind of peels off. I need new foam in this thing. And then yeah. the elasticity on this white band is completely to uh, toast. But I will be playing with those goggles uh, very soon. Jeez. But um, yeah, you're going to get courtesy of Island Designs and James this, uh, this 2021 Ryan Greenspan Signature Series Force brand new in the box with the poster. A lot of you are saying the last spin. The last spin? Okay, so um, what I'm going to do is then I'll spin it 10 times, and on the 10th spin, uh, we'll give it away. Oof. So the person who wins, the, who gets the first, is probably going to be like in this chat going, damn it, I should have said the first one. So you're going to win this gun right here. Um, and a lot of you are asking kind of how you guys even got, got off, entered to win. So we had uh, uh, raffle tickets for sale on uh, DynastyPaintball.com, and they sold out relatively quickly. But what we're also doing, or what I also did was uh, everybody who has uh, joined the paintball club, the Dynasty Paintball Club, uh, also got a free raffle ticket mm. um, with that, that entry. So if you bought raffle tickets for 25 bucks, you got three entries, and then every member into the club got an entry as well. So this, this wheel is just raffle ticket holders, This is, this right? is raffle tickets, and, and this is only for the raffle, not yeah, okay, raffle okay. and paintball club members. Okay. So everybody who's a paintball club member, uh, some of you have multiple paintball club memberships and you guys got one entry in, into there for each one of those as well um and so there is a very robust wheel so if you have multiple entries your name is in there multiple times so let's also too if they have art their names already shown up they can still win right they could win multiple prizes well do just we, to make do we sure. so what are you saying is do I, mean, I pull, do I pull their name off when they win is that what you're asking I mean, I, should, I'm just, yeah. I just think that you should. So make everybody's that clear. everybody's name is in there. If you bought a raffle ticket off the website, your name is already automatically in there three times. Some people, Derek Weagle and uh, I believe Ken Parker, maybe Kevin Harker. Uh, Kevin Harker bought ten entries, so two hundred fifty bucks worth. Uh, yeah, that's my boy Kevin Harker and yeah. Derek Weagle. So is that thirty? So, and, you yeah, so, that, so yeah. his name's in there thirty times, and then and then uh, Derek Weagle's in there twenty four. I'm just saying, say if you win a prize on like the mm -hmm. second spin. On the 10th spin, if the gun comes up and it picks your name, you, 
you get the gun, right? Yeah, because you're, you're your most, everybody, okay. most everybody's in there multiple times. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because you bought everybody's entry got. So what do you think? Do you think pull a name off when they hit some, or you just yeah, sure. keep the wheel? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll remove the name. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I guess if you have a raffle ticket and you win something, yeah. you turn the raffle, you turn the raffle ticket in. Yeah, yeah, you turn the raffle ticket in. So yes. So okay, this is the way it's gonna go. So then the first thing that we're gonna give away is a headband. That's going as number one. Then a Dynasty Halo. That's number two. So I'm writing it down on this thing. Okay. Um, then we're gonna go uh, the HK pack because that's a pretty nice, nice, nice prize right there. Then uh, let's go both of the JT um, hats. Alex, did you see these things? I can't see it on my view. Oh yeah, look at me. Oh wow, where'd you get that? Yeah, this was uh, this is do donated by Josh Garcia. Is that vintage? This is vintage. Look, it still has the Chula Vista address inside the the label. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, this one's sick. So uh, we're gonna be giving away these things for point uh, for five, four see, and three, five, four and five. Then um, we've got uh, we've got let's go with the Gladstone jersey as six. The JT, got, JT band seven eight, wallet nine, and then gun is number ten. Look at that shirt. What do you got? Spider Cup twenty. Oh, so it's Spider Cup two thousand. Oh yeah. And actually, we'll do we'll do a Hormesis goggle strap actually here instead of this uh, this HK wallet. I think I still have your Falcon Cup jacket somewhere. Oh, yeah. You can have it. It's all yours. You already gave it to me. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why I have it. <laughs> Well, you called it mine. <laughs> well, it has your name on it. Oh, that's cool. I want it back. Okay. You can keep I it. I can too. give it. I'll give it to I you. I want it back so my wife will make me throw it away. <laughs> I still want my uh, my winnings for when I have that piece from that gun after 15 years. Yeah. I already took it. I already took it, bro. And you weren't on the other week. Nope. <laughs> all right. Here we go. So number 10. We've all agreed, agreed that the 10th place... Spin will get the 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 mega mega prize. Okay, that's how we're gonna do it. That's what that's what the people wanted. They yep. wanted last, and I'm not doing it as last because after ten, I'm gonna spin the wheel another probably. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm gonna spin in another ten times uh, and send prizes out to those ten uh, winners. Those are kind of consolation prizes. So basically, uh, I've got this Brent Lestovka, uh donated this uh, this sticker pack. This is cool. It matches the gun. You can peel off every single item in there as a sticker. Nice. Dude, shout out to Brent. He was in the pit with us when we won it all. That's right. Okay. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's uh, let's get a little air horn to pump everybody up, and uh, let's go over to the second screen here. Line it up, and uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, for the marbles. Okay. <clears throat> for the first marble, which is uh, a Hormesis headband, is going to Stephen Robbins. Let's go! Mr. Stephen Robbins. Hopefully Stephen is here and he voted to uh, to do it at the end. Okay, <laughs> Dynasty, Halo. Dynasty Halo, Sasha Zucker. Sasha is, nice. a, is a paintball club member. Did you, have you picked out a charity yet? Uh, no, we're going to pick out two. So basically the winner, Lawrence Reynolds, is getting the HK pack. Um, the winner is going to choose one half. Do you have a, um, a charity in mind? Number four. Um, I mean, yeah, I know a bunch of great charities. Logan Heath. Logan Heath. 
if you have that's uh, cool man good job guys raising that money for charity that's pretty cool thank you yeah and, I wanna, and, and thanks for everyone that contributed even if you didn't win you know your uh your dough is gonna go to to help somebody who who needs it garrett johnson who was that uh Maybe. that was the that was for the vintage jt hat so logan nice. heath and garrett johnson both won hats kaylin chung is uh is getting the uh this yep was that the gladstone jersey yep nice yeah kellen nice a lot of familiar names in here yep yeah i think kellen's from hawaii okay for the jt headband mr kevin harker there we go there you go all those tickets paid off all right uh the octopus band this one's kind of cool i got this one as a gift traded a uh lawrence reynolds dude double up for lawrence this is for number nine? Yeah. All right. Okay, number one, here. the Hormesis goggle strap is going to Vilius Zalel... Z Vilius. Okay. Zalekas. Here it is, everybody. The moment that you've been waiting for. This is for the gun right here. Zalekas, dude. It's not that hard to say. Sorry, dude. I'm also trying to write. All right. Who's it going to be? All right. Be? Here it is for the gun. All the marbles. It is going to Derek... We go! Oh! oh, 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 oh. Dude, how many tickets did he buy? He bought eight, uh, eight, so he had twenty-four in total. Dang! Dang! Derek, At the Weagle. end, we go! Paid off, dude, the gambler! Booyah! <laughs> the roulette wheel, dude. The roulette Huge, big, big, sexy. sexy. My man, look at that. Big, sexy. Wow. Guys, wow, Derek Weagle, shout out right here. Where'd it go? Dude. Make sure you clean that thing. It's full of Ryan's gray hairs. <laughs> Congrats to Big Sexy. It's always, you always think about that, buying a bunch of tickets. I guess it pays off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and, Car him and, him and, uh, him and uh, Lawrence or Lawrence. Yeah. Or sorry, Kevin, 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 him Kevin. Uh, uh, bought the most sets of tickets right here booyah uh i got your address so shout out to island designs james uh literally donated this thing just so we could give it away for charity so uh massive massive shout out to james uh, i really really appreciate all the support that he does for the show and for everybody in paintball uh if you guys are um looking to get some uh some merch or some shirts made for your team get island designs um Hopefully Alex and Hormesis haven't haven't crammed up the uh, the printing lines like usual. Um, backed everything up. Um, so congratulations, dude. That's awesome. So again, I'm gonna uh, I've got a handful more prizes to uh, to give away as well, um, and I'm gonna be counting up like this little bag of goodies. And so check your ma the mail because all champ uh, sorry mega support status members will be getting uh, their gifts in the mm -hmm, mail we got mm -hmm. a big old pack over there stuff um steven robbins said what chormesis band did he win uh it'll be a special one from uh from alex all right uh and then surprise believe, uh, uh sasha zucker is going to be getting this dynasty halo i'll sign this as well for you and uh and toss it your way um so yeah congrats to everybody and and again thank you all very much for the support as far as uh, the charity derek uh, i'll speak with you and uh, and figure out who you'd like to donate the loot to um and uh if you need help we'll, we'll find some uh yeah derek is the new yantosh congrats <laughs> so yeah all right kyle take it from here man i thought you had more spins oh no i'm gonna spin it on the side uh just because okay, that okay. way that way you know 
They don't take it. Yeah, take up another too much minutes. from uh, Derek's huge prize. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to cloud it. You know what I mean? Um, All right, we'll tune in next week. We're gonna be live from the Skyrim. Uh, thank you, Alex, for always being love you guys. on the show. Thanks for supporting, man. Good show. Look, 134 likes. Let's go. We love all you guys. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. You. Turn the day.